My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Um, hey guys, um, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Crassus uh, Antares, a Astral Elf Wizard. Hi everybody, I'm Michael. I'm playing Tetra Aeonite, uh, Circle Stars Druid. Hi, my name's Claire. I am playing Naudis, or Now, who is a Dwarven Forged Fighter. Uh, hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm playing Niall Silverman, the uh, Monk Owl. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives for Return of the Giants, our absolutely incredible homebrew adventure set in the world of Nostea. Now, tonight we have a very full adventuring party because rejoining us, emerging from the void, Claire and Michael are back. Oh, hi. Yay. We're back on the internet. <laughs> we are back on the internet. Yes. And and back playing D and D after how many weeks off? Four. Four <laughs> weeks with no D and D. So how much yeah. of the house is left undestroyed? Um, just this room. Just, just this room. Yeah. <laughs> don't look behind me. Yeah. Don't look behind. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's, uh, yeah. There may there may be a hole in the wall over there where I was pretending to be a monk. Um, <laughs> just because I couldn't play, so. And yeah. my flurry of blows did not go well. No, and I can see it looks like you've molded some mashed potato into the shape of a D twenty up on the shelf behind you. What's going on there? That w- that that was Claire. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just immediately <laughs> thrown under the bus on that one. <laughs> so we we have a very very full adventuring party tonight. Um, there are two players who are currently running late due to public transport issues. Uh, Dave and Matt. They will be joining us tonight, so we will have a total party of seven players, which is going to be, I think, one of the bigger sessions I've run for a while. So that's going to be very, very exciting. Looking forward to that. Um, Dave and Matt will be joining us. They're just running a little bit late. So I will play as Harry and Niles until they get here. I suspect, though, that they'll be here before too long and I won't have to spend too long playing them, particularly because we've got to do a little bit of uh, backstory for the uh, missing sessions for uh, Naudiz and Tetra. Uh, So we will jump into all of those. They're going to be lots and lots of fun. So we'll go through those first. We'll jump back in time a little bit to see what those two characters have been up to. Uh, In terms of any fun announcements before we jump into the session, um, the amazing game that is Tears of the Kingdom uh, is finished. The new episodes will be dropping every day that there's not a session of D&D or Avatar Legends dropping over on the YouTube channel. It's all, I finished the game. So all of those episodes are edited and you can watch them now. As I said, new one coming out every single day that there's not an episode of D&D or Avatar Legends. Um, I have to say, after finishing it, can't wait to go back and play it again. It was really fun. (laughs) I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it was absolutely fantastic. I feel like I need to go back and play Breath of the Wild again now too. Um, I have also been uh, trying to think through what my next solo game will be to record and chuck up on the interwebs. A number of people are recommending I do Starfields, the new Bethesda game. I was just about to say, I was just about to say, yeah. It's a number of people who have been uh, suggesting that. I am pretty hyped for it, I have to say. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm hyped, but hesitant because the whole debacle with Fallout 76, I'm like... All right, Bethesda, <clears throat> I'm, I'm still your boy. That's all right, but I'm not going to pre-order it. I'm just gonna no. 
No, the days. I, of, I think. Yeah. I think the days of pre-ordering are done. To be honest, it's yeah. just every game that comes out lately. There's just so many issues and problems. A lot of them yeah. tend to be really like. Thing is, though, with Bethesda, just, yeah. those are features. Right? They're features, like yeah. <laughs> the bugs. Yeah. The other thing I was just thinking is that, like, I don't think I've ever played vanilla Skyrim. Just like I don't think I've ever played vanilla Fallout 4. Genuinely, I don't think I've ever played the games without. Well, even some for your first playthrough. Even for the first playthrough, because when I first got Skyrim, like there was a day one unofficial patch up on Nexus, like literally the first day. And yeah. so, and I and I think I, I bought it the second day, or I started playing it the second day because I had school. Probably, how old is Skyrim now? It's like fifteen it years like old, right? Two thousand and eleven. Yeah, so it would have been yeah. school. Yeah, definitely went. Yeah, it, def- it definitely interrupted my uh, definitely paying attention to high school. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. But but I I was I, just out of high school, so thanks yeah. for making me old. Old fart. Um, so the <laughs> day the day one patch the the unofficial Skyrim yeah, patch mind. that then got updated <laughs> every school. single week. I think, I think that was, I, I even played that with the day one. I, I played like the, the Skyrim with the very first level patch. And Fallout 4, I didn't pre-order it because I, um, when I'd seen some of the, the marketing material for it, I think I was, I'm such a fan of Fallout New Vegas and knowing that it wasn't going to be the same team, I was a little bit iffy about it at first. And I think my exact comments were, it just looks like the side quest from Fallout 3, but a whole game of that. <laughs> so it took me like two weeks to commit to it. And by that point, Nexus was already like, completely chock-a-block with like 300 plus mods so I, I pretty much i don't think i've ever played either of them without mods but i'm looking in the um looking in the old uh, chat and i can see that brune has has he's never used mods with those games how have you played a bethesda game and never modded it <laughs> it's the best part it's like a, it's a fundamental part of playing a bethesda game is loading up nexus or vortex and spending eight hours playing around with all the different mods trying to get them all to work together before you boot up the game and then have a ctd crash to desktop and do it all over again it's like a fundamental part of any playthrough although now I'm Nexus has released so this thing. No, I, I Nexus say, has released this. Say, you go, you go, yeah. With, um, with both Fallout 4 and with Skyrim, I did play through the game extensively, like multiple times without mods first. Okay. And then I dived into the mods. I did I did sort of similar, yeah, where the first couple playthroughs are probably just vanilla, and then yeah. then you start branching out into the Exactly. Things, make it really yeah. new. Then, 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 then you're like, I want to play something that's not a stealth archer. But everything else feels underpowered, so yeah. I'm going to go and mod it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Well, and Stealth Archer, even with mods, is still the most overpowered build. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's funny. I was just thinking, so the, the latest update to Nexus, because I loaded back up Skyrim again recently just to have a bit of a playthrough, and I realized that all my mods had been updated and everything. And then I realized Nexus now have a thing where you can download a collection, which is all, like, however many mods this person's put together, already stabilized, already in the right load order, already optimized, and you just click like the button download nexus downloads it all organizes it for you and then you click play and that it's done that sounds that sounds actually really so, cool it's brilliant i just started a um just no, started playing okay. around with the uh, skyrim um modding uh this afternoon and just quickly booted it up to double check it so that i can uh, have a bit of fun on friday when i uh have some time off work hopefully simon and um sure enough like literally downloaded 700 mods all of them are behaving perfectly i've had no problems it's ridiculous mm-hmm. So the future is now, people. Yeah. Um, so no, that's uh, that's going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, I think Starfield will be the the game. I think it probably will be Starfield because I love Starfield. So when's Starfield come out? It's pretty soon, right? Let me have a quick September look. September six is the is the release date now because they moved back, I believe. Twenty sixth of oh no, sixth of September. September. Yeah. yeah. 
When's Baldur's Gate? That must be pretty soon. August. Oh, yes. we, could do, we could do a Baldur's Gate one. There's oh, four people. Fun. Well, three people plus me who want to do Baldur's Gate. We could do an adventuring party for Baldur's Gate. I I do have Baldur's Gate, don't Yay. There you go. <laughs> I think we should do it. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that. That could be fun. Yeah, it could be fun. I could be fun. I'm, I'm, look, we'll keep you posted. We'll keep you posted on what the next game will be. Um, the last fun announcement I have is that um, I will be doing a follow-up to the mead-making video because the mead that I brewed is now exactly one year old. I'm enjoying it right now. It's fucking delicious. <laughs> so I will, uh, I'll do a follow-up to that. And I've also got a recipe that I've invented, see how it goes, um, for an Australian-based mead, which is going to use lemon myrtle and uh, some finger lime. And Matt's here! Let me bring Matt's camera across because it has not automatically loaded because why would, the, uh, why would OBS help me like that? There we go. Perfect timing, Matt. We were just about to start the session. That was the last of my, uh, last of my announcements. Oh, wow. It's a brilliant, brilliant timing. Let me do a quick recap, get us into the zone for tonight's session, and then we will jump over to Nowdiz and Tetra to see what they've been up to over the past couple of hours. Previously, the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Tetra, Niles, Nowdiz and Crassus have been sent to the nearby settlement of Laspire to locate the hill giant fort recently seen flying overhead in the nearby area. Teaming up with Harry, a travelling Harangon merchant, the team explored the deserted town, discovering it overrun with clockwork creatures. The source of these constructs appeared to be a large sphere in the centre of town, clearly a remnant of ancient giant tech. After rescuing a member of the town and escaping back outside the walls, the group learnt the vast majority of the townsfolk had been captured while hiding in the nearby woods. Travelling to a hidden cave near an underground river, the group observed the people who had captured the townsfolk that seemed to belong to a cult-like organisation focused on elemental magic, the townsfolk now to be used in their experiments. After some detailed and careful planning, our heroes were accidentally revealed to the cult, the apparent leader spotting Crassus's owl familiar and using some magic to locate the party. After inviting the party inside, the hooded figure disappeared into the gloom of the cave, the rest of the party deciding to follow. A failed attempt to knock the party out with magic resulted in a brief but brutal fight, ending with most of the cultists dead and the rest incapacitated. While Tetra and Niles escorted two of the cultists outside, the rest of the party continued to explore the caverns. Stumbling across a hidden cache of items behind an elaborate illusion, the party acquired some potions and a strange bag of beans. Uh, DM note. Ah! Um, we left off... <laughs> <laughs> last session, after the group had explored further into the caverns, coming across a fur bulk of some magical nature trapped inside a fiery vortex being experimented on by two fire mages, the group decided to intervene and uh, save this fur bulk, deciding that the enemy of their enemy was at least a vague ally. Um, after defeating the fire mages, the group met up with Ember a uh, furbolg druid of the wildfire variety who is on a mission to travel to all of the groves and become the master grove keeper i think is the uh what well, actually no what did we decide on the name it was the um the grove champion that's right to become the grove <laughs> yeah. champion the very yeah, best, yeah, yeah. best there ever was yeah the best grove champion there ever was mm -hmm. yeah there's a there's a theme song for him actually but we can't sing it because youtube will demonetize us unfortunately yeah. um, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to be the very best and that's enough of that uh so <laughs> the party decided to take a bit of a rest relying on uh Crassus's owl to go and fetch tetra and uh 
Tetra and Nowders, knowing that the rest of the townsfolk were only just up ahead, but to rescue them, they were going to need to go through the Exalted One, a being of clearly incredible magical power. We're going to jump back in time a little bit to Tetra and Nowders. After the events in the first cavern, as you entered into this uh, network of caves, the uh, cultists defeated and uh, two of the earth guards are currently tied up and being escorted out of the caverns, you emerge back into the clearing where the river joins up into the forested region. The night is still cool and dark, the breeze sort of still tickling through the grasses and leaves, creating a faint rustling susurrus around you. As you begin heading back up the ridge to where you had left your wagon, uh, along with uh, the two townsfolk you brought with you, uh, Nomu and Cynthia, quick DM check, (laughs) you discover both Nomu and Cynthia actually setting up a small campfire, um, looking like they're in the process of cooking up a little bit of food uh, ready to serve. Nomu, as he turns towards you, gets a little bit of a startle, both of you emerging from the underbrush with these two bound and gagged uh, Earth Ganassi. Oh, oh, oh my goodness, you startled me. Uh, oh, w- welcome back. Who are these uh, gentlemen? They are captives. We did not kill them. We captured them. See? Right. One. Cynthia, as she sees these two Earth Guards, the colour drains out of her face. Her very dark ebony skin, even in the the dark light around you, clearly paling as she sees these two people. And you watch as she reaches down to her belt and pulls a knife, holding it close to her chest. I don't. I don't want them anywhere near me. Keep them back away from me. Well, they they they're tied up. Are they not tied up? Yes. They're tied up. It'll be fine. I, I don't care. I saw what these people were doing to my friends and to my family. Do not let them come close to me. She keeps the knife, like, just in front of her. Okay. You'll be good, yes? She'll want to poke one of the guards. They both nod emphatically, seeing the knife, seeing someone terrified of them, and clearly recognition crossing their faces as they see Cynthia. Kind of look from one to the other, like, I, um, just noting the history there. Mm-hmm. Is there something you would like to say to them or ask them? She shakes her head, holding the knife out. Okay. Now, is there something that they would like to say to her? Mm. And, and, and she'll look at the guards. The two Earth Ganassi kind of like look a bit confused, look at each other, look back at you, look at her. One of them starts nodding, the younger one. You're going to apologize? You watch as he like shrugs and then nods ever so gingerly. I don't know if I believe him. I, I, um, I've seen them cast magic before, right? Yes, you have. Okay. Uh, actually, sorry, the two, the two um, uh, Earth Ganassi, not, not cast spells. You've seen them use some sort of magical effects where they reach down into the ground and pull this section of rock free that they then threw forwards. Like, you know, just looking at them that they shouldn't be physically strong enough to do this. There's clearly some magic involved here, but it's not a spell per se. Okay, that makes sense. I would, I, I would say Tetra knows that. 
No, I don't think I trust you yet. But you'll get a chance to apologize later. If she doesn't, you know, decide to kill you. They both shrug again. It's at this point, Tetra, and now, what are your passive perceptions? Uh, above a 12? 12 or greater, I should say. Yep, 14. Yeah. 14? 14. Really? 16. You hear a faint buzzing sound coming from within the wagon. This This very odd, strange buzzing noise. Did Crassus fix that? I I don't know. It sounds like a bee. (laughs) We'll have a look at it. We'll fix it. Don't worry. Yeah. We're good at fixing things. Now we'll go and have a look. Now, as you open the door to the wagon, you can see that the control panel that normally is up in the roof when the cart is stationary has actually lowered, and in the centre of it, a sphere of metal uh, made of this dark banded iron is actually vibrating within this very delicate housing of um, almost like it looks like a metal cage around it, but it seems to be vibrating against the walls of this metal cage. Hmm. Have we not seen that before? Yeah. You've never seen this before. That's odd. Like the cage or the ball? But it's- oh, you've, you've seen the cage and the ball. It just looked like part of the um, steering, co- like uh, steering apparatus because hmm. it, it didn't make any noise or move to draw attention to it. It, it. it sort of blends into the actual tube that lowers down the, the steering construct. Oh, okay. Um, an apparatus that lowers down. It, it sort of blends it in a little bit. Imagine on like a steering wheel where the horn would be right in the very center, but um, lowering down vertically from the ceiling. Okay. Well, is there a way to open up the cage? Yeah, Tetra, as you, as you lean forward and, and begin sort of tapping, you can see there's two tiny handles on either side of the cage and it opens up like a door, like a, a double bay door. Should we look at now? Uh, maybe just, I don't know, get behind something or something in case this goes bluey. And I'm sure. Now, now does not do that. <laughs> now, now just stands there like, like a statue. Seems appropriate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so then Tetra will open up the little cage and she'll. Um, Pick up the ball with the hand with the, with the um, Gemini. As soon as you open the cage, the ball springs out. Could I get you make me a dexterity saving throw to try and catch it? Because it, it literally yeah. like springs out as if it was under tension inside the uh, inside the apparatus. Seventeen. That is enough. <laughs> as this ball springs forward, you grab onto it, Tetra, just as it shoots forward. You grasp it and you watch as the ball begins glowing very softly, and then around your hand this illusionary form suddenly begins to take shape. With your hand in the middle of this chest, the figure of this chest, it takes on this humanoid appearance, this soft blue light emerging from the cracks within this orb to form a figure. At first, it's sort of hard to make out, but as the details begin to coalesce and form around, you can feel the ball actually, um, almost a bit of force between your fingers if the ball's trying to pull free. the illusion takes on more and more detail until it resolves itself into the shape of an older human gentleman. Um, You can see around his neck is a large tabby cat draped across his shoulders like some sort of scarf, yawning almost laconically as it uh, looks into your eyes. His long gray beard is uh, actually has been recently braided and you can see it's kind of like semi tucked into his robes. He has this very faint, almost soft blue glow to him around the outside of this orb. Half moon spectacles that he sort of peers through as he looks at you and goes, Oh, hello. hello. Oh, am I speaking with the Tempest Guild? 
Oh, your hand appears to be in my chest. Oh, 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 as he looks down. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to uh, upbraid your person, um, but you're talking to a member of the Tempest Guild? Hello. Hello. Uh, lovely to meet you. Uh, I was wondering, where's the rest of your group? Um, well, we got in a fight. Um, we've captured some new friends, uh, but they've gone deeper into the tunnels, I believe, so they're not currently pleasant. They might be dead. I don't think so. I don't know. Dead? No, oh, no, that would be terrible. No, oh, uh, sorry, I haven't introduced myself. How rude. Uh, Balthazar, and uh, this is Mr. Snibley, as he points at the cat around his neck. Hello, Bababa. Bababa. Balthazar. Yes, well, um, I was wondering, where, where's the rest of your group? We need to get everyone together. Well, like I said, they, they, they're down the tunnels. Well, that is interesting. What tunnels would these be? Um, the big ones? There's a cult in there, apparently. So we're going to... What is it with this group and cults? I swear, every time I, I check in on the Tempest Guild, you're always tangling with some sort of cult or another. Are you like cult specialists? Yes. No. He sort of looks between the two of you. Well, uh, Professor Griswold gave me the contact for this vehicle. I uh, said I was uh, to check in and make sure if uh, if my help was needed. Apparently something I've been researching, uh, you, you lot have got a bit of a hand in. You, you're not near the town of... Um, you can see as suddenly he reaches through the middle of, uh, <laughs> of Tetra's chest and then the hand comes back suddenly holding this illusionary piece of paper that he clearly has picked oh. up off a desk, which is now being transmitted. Um, Laspire. 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 Is that where we are? Yes. Yes. Oh, brilliant. Uh, have you found the giants yet? Uh, no. no. Ah. Uh, we did you find out? ants, but not giants. Giant ants? Yes. Oh, my. Are these, like, big, big mandibles? You watch as Mr. Sibley sort of, like, stretches on his uh, on his back he, as he gets a little bit agitated at the, the thought of giant ants. <laughs> yes, big things and and then those big things and then there was a big <laughs> thing and oh boy huh. um oh that's a lot of a uh, lot of lot of things there mr Snibley. you're quite quite pleased we didn't come in person aren't you the cat lets out this meow just sort of a classic sort of meowing cat noise and he sort of nods as if he's understanding he goes mm, yes right indeed well you probably would have uh, would have put the fear of cat in them i'm sure um right well um, so how, how is the research going? What have you discovered? Well, we think that the, the reactivated giant tech, basically. Oh, fascinating, fascinating. Um, but they're quite destructive. Mm. Oh, fascinating and dangerous. My two favourite subjects. So, um, what, what have you discovered? Have you, have you found anything of note there? We were organic for a time. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah, 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 yeah. We went back in time. Hold up my hand. <laughs> what? What is that on your? What is that? Is I was detecting detecting some sort of interference on the connection. I just thought it's because you were really far away. But Laspire should be within. Yes, it should be well within the realm. What's that, Mister Snibley? No, they're not that far away. No, it should be well within the realm of contact. That's very interesting. These these items on your hand. Why did you have them surgically implanted into you? Oh, we didn't. It was an explosion. 
Oh dear. Well, I can, I'm not a medic of any sort. Perhaps you should visit some sort of hospital when you're back inside the city. Well, I think we did tell Griswold. I haven't spoken to Griswold for a couple of days. He gave me your contact about a week ago, right before you were setting off. Maybe he's still recovering from the shock. Perhaps. What is your specialty? Oh, I'm a magical researcher. I've been uh, working for the Unseen University for uh, the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks. Ah, books again. You have a problem with books? Sometimes it's scrolls, sometimes it's tablets. Pictograms. That sounds fascinating. Um, so we, <laughs> we got these, these things in our hands and when we joined them all together, mm. we had a vision. Hmm. A long some time sort of you watch as he takes out a book and begins noting down some sort of hallucinogenic properties resulting in temporary psychosis and not temporal trouble I think uh, that, that, that's what Crassus said it was what was that right? Crassus said that it was temporal trouble you didn't really time travel though did you? well I mean we, we were there when the, when the giants were, were opening portals we were a giant we were you watch as he takes on this look of absolute surprise and then suddenly pauses, looks up at the cat, looks back at you guys, looks at the cat and goes, Yes, I agree. I'll see you in a moment. And he clicks his fingers. There's a sudden flash of light as the orb suddenly like shakes a little bit and then falls silent in your hands. I broke it. A moment later, there's a flash of light right next to you and the same figure suddenly steps out from this flash of light. Burn marks in the shape of runes around his feet. Uh, runes, sorry. Burn marks in the shape of runes around his feet forming a temporary teleportation circle. Oh, hello. Good to meet you in person. Um, why are we in a forest? Yes. You know, we are not the best people to talk to. We don't really know what's... Well, we don't. You might. I don't know shit. Right. You didn't pick the best, the smartest people in our group. No. I didn't get a choice. I, call, I called the, 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 the card. I've been calling for over 40 minutes. Oh. We should install a voicemail. I missed dinner oh, for this. I was quite hungry. Mr. Snibbley's only had a smoked kipper. Oh, doll. That's not good. Well, well shall we go and find the rest of them then? Yeah, I think they're... they're well, not think. They're, they're in that cave over there. It's at this point that... You see Crassus's owl fly out of the gloom and alight on a nearby branch. Mr. Snibbly immediately <laughs> clocks the owl and goes very, very still. Sorry for your familiar, Jared. <laughs> um, I can bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> you watch as, uh, as Balthazar looks up and goes, Oh, an astral owl. They're quite rare. You don't expect to see Mr. Snibbly. Leave the astral owl alone. They're an endangered species. And with that, the cat jumps off his shoulder and goes, Oh, bother. Well, no dissuade again once he's made his mind up. As the cat begins, like, climbing up the branches, the astral owl spotting this, hooting, and then immediately flying up in the air again, staying out of range of the cat. Yes. Yeah, nice. Oh, well. Should we go check on your friends? They yeah. might be dead. They might be. Well, I see there's a bit of pessimism here. Oh, no, not pessimism. It's just that, that there's a lot of people in there. Well, when you say people, you mean those cultists? 
Yeah. I have to say, if there's any sort of, uh, of fighting, I, uh, I know a few spells that could be used in a combat approach, but for the most part, I uh, tend to be more of a, uh, uh, a researcher, a non-combatant. Um, Maybe you could hit them with a book. No, 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 these books are very precious. I wouldn't dare get a bit of blood on the cover if I was to break some poor sucker's nose with this. Do you know how old this copy of Daskal's Primer is? <sighs> no, so we go find our friends. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, I can hit things. As he walks over and sees the campfire, he nods to uh, to Cynthia and uh, and to Nomu. Hello there! <laughs> Just doesn't say anything. And then he sees the two bound and gagged people, pauses, looks back and goes... Those two people are tied up. Is that right? That is correct. You, do you want me to tell me to keep them there a bit longer in case they try and escape? Ropes can be frayed yeah. and broken. Yes, we think that would be a good idea. Oh, brilliant. Uh, and you watch as he begins molding earth around them, forming a, uh, a cage of, uh, of stone <laughs> that still has bars that you can see through. As he continues to mold earth, making this like stone cage around them, he looks at Earth, Ganassi, hands are bound. Yeah, they won't be able to get through that for a couple of hours. That should do, right? Unless Cynthia wishes to, you know, hmm? interrogate them. Oh, they're gagged. You have a bit of trouble getting words out of them, I think. Uh, less verbal, more physical. But... Do yes, uh, yes or no questions. They could nod or shake their heads. We'll leave that up to Cynthia. Cynthia mm-hmm. does indeed look much more comfortable now they are trapped inside the uh, the cage. If anything, there's almost a look of satisfaction in her eyes, if to say, how do you like it? <laughs> That's good. Um, Crassus's owl familiar flies back, hoots very, very pointedly, and then flutters off again. That oh, owl's yeah. a bit brave, isn't it? Bothering he's, getting, like he's getting snippy with us. Maybe we should go find Crassus. Oh, is that, oh, is that a familiar? Yes. Oh, we should be following it. Your friends aren't dead then, if their familiars come out. You can't summon a familiar if you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we better follow the hour then. Uh, With that, Balthazar takes off at a brisk, jaunty pace, seeming to be almost a little bit excited. As he gets to the mouth of the cave, however, he sort of pauses for a second and goes, How many cultists did you say were in there? Uh, A lot. I think you lot better go first. Uh, you, the, the stone statue, you look like you're uh, pretty good in a fight. Yes. <laughs> Shall I, can I follow behind you then? I've, uh, yeah. I'm not wearing any armor, and if a sword were to, to cut this, this quite, a, quite an expensive robe, I, I, I'd, be, I'd be lost if I had to replace this. And Mr. Snibbly here doesn't like... Uh, he's, he's allergic to steel, iron, silver, um, even, I mean, to be honest, wooden staves as well. He doesn't quite like them either. He's allergic to weapons. Oh, okay. I was getting worried when you said he was allergic to iron. <laughs> oh, he just no, no, no. It's just weapons, things that hit him. He doesn't like them at all. Oh, okay. He he leans over and whispers conspiratorially once the cat sort of like wanders off to sniff the cable. I I don't want to like insult him at all. He's such a lovely companion. It's not that he's allergic. It's just if he were to get hit, he he uh, take a bit of damage, and uh, we don't want to uh, insinuate that he's not anything other than a perfect being, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so we'll just go along with that. I, I say he's allergic as a way of kind of making him feel a bit better about it all. I, I, I see. So you're, you're, you're upholding the cat's ego? Oh, yes, of course. Okay. That cats is... have a very fragile ego, I'm sure you know. 
Okay, I, I will treat him with kitty gloves. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yes, very good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and with that, Balthazar takes a step behind Nowdiz and follows uh, follows you in. Um, for those of you who haven't seen Tyranny Dragons, Balthazar is a uh, summoned NPC from Tyranny Dragons that has been resummoned back into this game using Twitch channel points by Rune oh, Brass Axe. Oh. Was uh, resummoned um, two sessions ago, but we didn't have a good time to bring Balthazar back in until now. So uh, I figured this was the best spot to bring uh, to bring Balthazar back in with the with the uh, other two player characters. As the three of you begin heading back into uh, the caverns, the uh, destruction that's been left in your wake uh, as you enter back in, <laughs> the wake of you and your companions, um, is palpable. There are still bodies just lying in the middle of this floor. And as you walk forwards, Balthazar sort of pauses for a second, looks and goes, Oh, oh dear. Oh, dear me. Um, well, it seems like your friends have been busy. <laughs> yes, it's definitely got out of hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which way do we go? I could see there's a pathway to the north and one to the, uh, one to the east there. Which way do you think they would have gone? Well, I, I don't want to tell you your business, but I'm pretty sure we just follow the blood. Follow the what? The blood? Yeah. He looks down. Oh, I'm, I've stepped in it. Oh boy. Um. Uh, and he watches. He prestidigitations. Prestidigitations. <laughs> prestidigitations. The blood off. Um. With that, Sova flies back down the same corridor uh, towards the east and hoots again. Oh, the owl. Yeah. Well, we'll just follow the owl then, shall we? Sure. Passing on through the very narrow fissure. You arrive in a rather large open stone room that seems to have been constructed a very, very long time ago. And then um, almost like a landslide has refilled this room with stone. Stepping in here, you can see that the parts of this cave look to be like they were constructed. An ancient fort or building of some sorts. And in the very center of this room is an enormous 20 foot by 20 foot pit that disappears into blackness below you. Um, Balthazar has a bit of a look over the edge, whistles, and then carries on walking around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because keep just following in. Do I do I feel any strange, like, um, sort of uh, magnetic, magnetic, magnetically weird, like, fluctuations or anything as we're going through? Uh, how, how are you sensing these? I have no idea. Just because it's, <laughs> it's just magnetic, it's just underground. So, um, just sort of, I don't know, getting any weird vibes. If not, we'll just continue on walking. No, no weird vibes apart from just the sheer size and depth of this cavern that just seems to drop away below you into the abyss. Mm. Hmm. That's very cool. So drop a stone down, just listen to it. Oh, drop yeah. a stone down? The stone falls oh, away. Comes in the deep. Fool. Falls and falls and falls. You hear no sound with your passive perception. <laughs> As you do that, Balthazar turns, looks behind and sees you dropping the stone and goes, I, I didn't hear a... A, 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 a collision. Did you hear? Nope. 
Oh. It just keeps going. I might come back and investigate this. Uh, perhaps this leads down into the Underdark. Hmm. Oh, that would be interesting. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry, we mustn't get distracted. As you say, your friends are possibly dying right now. And he gives you a bit of a wink with a smile on his face, seeing the owl still there, <laughs> not looking not looking hurt or injured or anything. You continue yes. on, traveling through the dark underground, crossing a narrow stream, um, a makeshift bridge uh, across what looks to be a, a very rapidly flowing underground river that you suspect probably connects back to the entrance where you were before. As you arrive at a cross-section, Sova calms down quite a bit and in fact actually would be probably at this stage would it be fair to say jared trying to be very quiet and sticking like quite slow like slowing down the speed and going quite quietly as she flies along this section of the corridor um i imagine so if we're starting to get back to sort of like a bit more dangerous areas then 100 percent would definitely be a bit more quiet hoping not to draw any unwanted attention brilliant as you guys move around the corner, you see down ahead of you a open room. And in the room, visible to you from where you are, are your companions, along with a figure you don't recognize, uh, a fur bulk. Um, Simon, would you like to describe Ember, please? And then I'll get Nowdiz and Tetra to describe their characters for you. Oh, I can't hear you. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you so I'm about oh, a no, six go. and a half foot. Oh, oh there's a delay. <laughs> That's yeah, okay. It like delay. That's okay. Give it, a, give it a second. I reckon it'll sort itself out. All right, you're right. <clears throat> All right, have a go now, Si. Is that a bit better there now? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's... I think it's a bit better. Mm. Put up a num- uh, Put up like Just two fingers. One. Okay, so oh it's, like a, it's about a three second minutes. delay. Couple of yeah, couple of couple, couple of, of minutes. <laughs> couple of minutes. Wow. Yeah, I, I meant to say seconds. Um, what I'll get you to do, Sai, just just refresh the page, and it should refresh the thing. I it might have been when Dave jumped in. Dave's here, by the way. Hello, Dave. <laughs> I, I was watching Sai's camera did freeze for a bit and then like restutter, so I think that's probably when it happened. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I reckon that's what it was. So I'll be, so I'll be back in in a second. Uh, in that case, then, oh no, we can't describe. I'll describe Harry. Harry, Harry is like, yeah. um, he he's like on the floor. You know, like how rabbits like kind of like puff up into like a loaf. Yeah, yeah. he's just like loafing on the ground. Uh, <laughs> Amazing. Um, wow. How's that going, Sai? Oh, it looks fine on my end, but yeah, that's uh, way better. Perfect. That's, that's so much better. Incredible. <laughs> Great, great. Um, so, my describe my character. Sorry, I just kind of missed a bit there. With the yeah, no, yeah. no. Just, uh, just go ahead and describe Ember. Awesome. Yeah, about well, at the moment, I think I'm actually still disguised as one of the guards, kind of. That. Uh, oh shit! You are too. Oh yeah, you are. So, yeah, I don't. Um, uh, yeah, I, I'm not really myself at the moment. So. <laughs> That's true. That happens to the best of us. So in that case, then, as you guys walk down the corridor, and Lyra currently is disguised as a uh, as 
uh, Melania as well. <laughs> Amazing. Well, wearing, wearing Melania's cloak, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> the illusion's probably worn off by now. I'd say so. Um, in that case, then, as you, as you step in the corridor, you see a figure in a dark cloak and what looks to be some sort of guard, similar to the ones you'd seen before, but rather than a Earth Ganassi, this one appears to be a Fire Ganassi, standing guard. Um, but as they see you, the, the figure in the cloak waves excitedly. I think it would be fair to say for Lyra, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Put your way back. <laughs> And then she probably like just does like a bit of a shh, and then sort of sort of like gestures around the corner, like you know, just sort of keep it on the quiet side. There are bad guys around there. <laughs> okay, okay. And with that, you guys enter into the room. Um, the fire ganassi who's there um, seems to be. Like friendly, even though he's dressed in the exact same outfits that you've seen the other cultists wearing. And as you step into the room, you see two dead fire ganassi. Uh, sorry, one dead fire ganassi, one dead earth ganassi uh, in the room. The fire ganassi looks identical to the fire <laughs> ganassi who's standing there. <laughs> the corpse just looks absolutely identical. Oh, hello there. Hi. We're not fighting this one. Oh. No, no, this this one's okay. Um, he's in disguise at the moment. Ah. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Still doesn't explain where he came from. Hello. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> are you friends of these guys? Ah, uh, yes, I am. And who 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 are you? <clears throat> I'm Tetra. Uh, my name's, my name's, I'm, uh, yeah, I was a prisoner here. These guys helped, uh, break me out. Oh, that was nice of them. Yeah, yeah, so now we're going to try and help break out some other friends that were captured as well. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks like it could be a, a really strong one just around the corner. Yes, um, you can, yeah. the white, the white one with the white crystals. Remember him? Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, he is no. quite powerful, apparently. Oh, okay. Stop. He is able to turn people into dust. That is not something that I like the sound of. No, that sounds very uncomfortable. I, I, do, I don't want to be a dust money. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Oh, I'm back oh, already. My God, <laughs> you can see that Harry has been keeping morale up since you've been gone. I, I, can, I can see that. <laughs> And it is a uh, a testament to his jokes that he's still alive. Um, Wait. Well, Who yes, Morel. Morel, yes. Yes, yes, Morel. <laughs> but, 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 uh, Tetra, who did you come with, is it? And, like, Niles, like, kind of eyes. Niles kind of, like, looks Balthazar up and down, and then because Niles is, like, a, like a bit of a Tempest Guild fanboy, yeah. um, he suddenly <laughs> goes, oh, oh. <laughs> Hello. You, be, you are. You are. You are Balthazar. Hello. Oh. I'm. I'm Balthazar. And this is Mr. Snoopy. Hey, 
You are, you are the famous Balthazar, I, I hear. I have heard of your exploits with the Tempest Skills. You have helped them in so many occasions. Oh, it is, it is oh. wonderful to finally meet you. The, fa- the famous Balthazar? Oh, yes. I don't know about I've, that. <laughs> I've heard but of I, your escapades. I did, I did oh. help them out of some trouble. We did have some escapades, didn't we, oh. the team? <laughs> he holds out a hand to shake your hand, Niles. <laughs> He like puts his hand up. This is is the best thing that's happened to me in the last 24 hours. Oh, Oh, your friends did mention something about staying quite silent. Do you wonder if uh, perhaps we might need to keep things down a bit in case we're heard? Oh, oh, sorry. I I just got a bit excited there. You you are quite correct. Um, You have me me as as a disadvantage, sir. What is your name? Oh yes, exactly. Uh, where are my medals? Uh, sorry, uh, my name is my name is Niles, uh, Niles Silverwood. Um, as you as you go to shake Balthazar's hand, Mister Snibley quickly runs down his arm and holds out a paw. Niles, <laughs> Balthazar looks a bit confused oh, as Mister Snibley just holds out a paw, as if like batting Mr. at you. Mister Snibley, I've heard of you as well. Oh, what Mister Snibley sort of creams up a little bit, <laughs> climbs back up Balthazar's shoulder, and meows in his ear. Goes, oh, oh. Mr. Snibley says he's, it's a pleasure to meet you and you look delicious. Are you sure he wants me to say that? <laughs> oh. I've heard of his wily humour before. I'll take that in my stride. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, this is, as this interaction is going on, I will quickly walk up to Harry because we're swimming more towards the back. I have one of my romance books in my hand and I look at Harry and go, who is that? I don't know who that is. Why is this such a thing? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. Are we meant to know who that is? I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't even here for the off-screen introduction, to be honest. <laughs> I got a meta. <laughs> yeah. Broke fourth wall. Perfect. Balthazar, yeah, me and Harry having a little chat. Balthazar, an older <laughs> human man with a lovely long flowing beard, uh, dressed in very fine wizard's robes with a number of pouches holding many spell books and a tabby cat around his shoulder. Um nods because well um, i was telling your friends outside that um uh, professor griswold gave me your uh, your contact for the cart he taught me how to uh, to contact it using a spell and i was i was told that you were investigating the town of laspire my research with the unseen university has been uh, unearthing things of note and i wondered if we might compare research notes but um your friends tetra and Naudis said that they didn't know shit and that we would need uh. to defeat uh someone uh, I, I put my hand up real quick Come over here. I'll give you the rundown. Yes. Well, what's the rundown? I literally hand him a like a like a notebook full of notes. Oh, oh yeah, because you've been <laughs> writing like detailed <laughs> notes the whole thing. Yeah, uh, like yeah, he, yeah. I go, I give him a, like a notebook. Uh, this is only what has transpired in the last couple of days, and this thing is like thick with notes. Balthazar yeah. can speed read. He speed reads through. Takes him about twenty seconds to get through the entire. Like probably eight pages, nine pages worth of notes, and goes. That's probably more. Right. Well, okay. So, um, right. Well, we better make sure we wrap up things here and then head back to the town. Wait, so, I can't wait how, to investigate this get... sphere. So you, you, from my understanding, you teleported. Oh, I did. Yes, I was uh, using the sphere. You can communicate uh, uh, using. Um, it's quite a complex series of spells, a combination of uh, images and sounds transmitted across the... Oh, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes, I teleported here because um, uh, these two Naudis and uh, Tetra uh, were telling me things that were of great concern. Oh. And I thought I'd better pop in and check on how that's, you're doing. That's, that's quite quite a feature. 
Oh, it comes so in handy. Like, so, like, you're you're like the backup, yeah? Oh no, com- combat-wise, I'm I'm uh, I'm not particularly uh, not particularly. I, I know some spells. Don't get me wrong. I'm quite accomplished. We'll rely on you. Our lives are depending on you. I, I assume you have a lot of spell slots. So you watch as he visibly begins <laughs> sweating. Um, Mr. Snibbly's tail goes up and wipes some of the sweat off his forehead. <laughs> he says, "Oh, thank you, Mr. Snibbly." Um, well, yes, um, I will. Uh, I will provide. Um, uh, support from behind. I will. I will back up your rears. Oh, oh. you're not used uh, to combat, are you? No, no, no. no. My time with the <laughs> Tempest Guild. Uh, I um. I look. I, I know some spells. Don't get me wrong, but um, some 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 very useful spells and some great spells for research. But you must understand, I'm a researcher first, adventurer very much third. That's okay. I understand. Love a second. The, um, every sh- you know, there's <laughs> people have different that. strengths. <laughs> Indeed, yes. <clears throat> and help in different ways. Yes. Um, Actually, oh, sorry, Balthazar. I was um, I was just rather, I was rather curious. Um, considering your 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 extensive knowledge. Oh yes, your, yes. And, and your research. Oh yes. Um, you wouldn't happen to know who this cult is and where they've come from? Perhaps you've heard something. Well, I I have to. I can only give this my best guess because I've only been here for about ten minutes or so. But judging by their clothing, the symbols, and the uh, quite alarming amount of Ganassi representation, it sounds like it's the cult of the four elements. Um, I believe they've been around in some form or another for the past uh, couple of hundred years or so. They're generally quite oh. a uh, quite a peaceful group uh, for a while at least. But um, recently, I've been hearing whispers that they've been. Uh, getting a bit active with uh, a, a new leader who's come in um, from Drolmethion, the uh, the elemental city. Um, oh. Tell me, have they mentioned an exalted one at all? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, fuck. That's, that's Mr. Wyden. Mr. Wyden. Yes, he's Wyden. apparently here in this very cave. I also, generally don't... Also, apparently there are multiple. Yes, oh, yes, there's, uh, yes, there's normally five at any given time. Four for each of the elements... Uh, and then one who represents the uh, the coming together of the four elements. Oh, like Do you know what one. element this one represents? Crystal? They are Crystal. completely white in crystalline. So I'm not sure. Similar-esque oh. kind of to Tetra, but like... Yeah, actually. White. Oh, yes, you are rather an interesting, uh, interesting example of the Earth Ganassi, some sort of subgroup. Uh, very interesting. And you say this one's quite similar to yourself? Well, it certainly seemed that way, but the colouring was a little different. I mean, I've got a bit more night sky, he's a bit more like, I don't know. <laughs> Subset oh, of Ganassi. Opposite colour. I think I, I think I have a note on this somewhere. Let me quickly, and he starts rummaging through his pouches and pulls out a book. Ah, of course, Eva's racial primer. Let me have a quick look through. Oh, yes, Crystal Ganassi, very rare subspecies of Earth Ganassi. No more than a handful every few generations. Quite rare, gifted with strange powers, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yes, quite religious significance within the uh, Earth Ganassi culture. And you say this one's crystal as well? Well, I'd say this will be the Earth Ganassi, then. Oh, interesting. Would be fair to say. Uh, do you know that there's <coughs> still a bit of smoke in this room? <coughs> Goodness me, it smells like dead bodies burning in here. <laughs> What's been going on? <laughs> I 
We definitely didn't burn too many dead bodies. Only the two. No, not at yeah. We kept we kept it quite civil, all things considered. Until Harry struck one in the uh, the aorta with an arrow. That was a little bit messy. He had it coming. It's a stunning shot to hit specifically the aorta. How did you diagnose such an injury? Did you crack open the ribcage to examine the heart? Oh, wait, no, it wasn't. It was the femoral. Ah, sorry. Ah, yes, the femoral artery. Much easier <laughs> to observe from an outside perspective. Oh, yes. Nice, nice shot, my boy. Uh, you did finish your short rest last session. A perfect. That's good. Who does? Well, I, I say, I say, let's let's clear out these these cultists here from the the elements. You said they've taken people hostage, captive. Yes, the village the village people of Laspire, in fact, um, that, that were fleeing their homes because of the giant mechs. What's that, Mister Snively? Ah, oh, bad business indeed, bad business. Well, tell you what, let's deal with these cultists, and then I will accompany you back to the uh, the city of Laspire, the town of Laspire. I wouldn't mind investigating this sphere that you've mentioned in your notes here. Uh, what was your name, sorry, young lad? As he looks towards you, Crassus. Sorry, I was just doing my hit dice stuff. <clears throat> Crassus Antares. Lovely to meet you. Crassus Antares. I myself you have been around the Unseen University. I haven't seen... I haven't been there for a while, actually, so you're a new face. Oh, I, I don't teach uh, any classes at the moment. I've mostly been pursuing my own research. I'm there as a, a visiting academic. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> well, perfect. So you're a student at magic then, young boy? Yes. A young boy, no, sorry, young, young lad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, define young. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> Crassus is like probably older, right? I'm well, as you look at Balthazar, there's an agelessness to him. Uh, Almost as if it's very hard to know how old he really is. But no, I, um, I've been studying time magic, so that is why... Oh, temporal magic, fascinating. I have to say, not an area of expertise for myself. I know, I know a little bit, but that's wonderful. I, I, are, you, are you pursuing your, uh, your doctoral thesis in this matter for the university, or is this more of a personal uh, endeavour? I'm, I'm having a break. Um, ah, sabbatical. Studies. Of course, all good researchers take a sabbatical now and then. Excellent to hear, young lad. Thank you. Uh, I shall, yes, this has been most enlightening. I'm looking forward um, to seeing I'm your temporal magic in action. It's been I'm starting to get twitchy a little bit because he's got my notebook still. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, sorry he, will, he will hand that back over as soon as he finishes reading. Oh, thank you. Thank you so right, much. He would, have, he would have handed that back immediately as soon as he The finished. moment I grab it, I immediately throw it in my book, uh, in my, my backpack as soon as I can, like hastily and then i sort of come up like nothing's wrong like that was not that was like the most normalest thing so yes well balthazar i'd love you to meet you like i said um i look forward to maybe seeing some of your lectures oh well, when I'm i don't well, oh i don't know if i'm ready for a speaking role maybe maybe at some point in the future if the university asks me um well in the words of mira let's go get these fuckers shall we <laughs> I look over. I look That's over, a good one, um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was going to look at Niles for that C's reaction. <laughs> you just see Niles like grinning as much as an owl can grin, um, but he looks very exuberant. Um, um, well, open mouth smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking. Do they have can... teeth, or is it just the beak? Just the beak. It's just a beak. Just a beak. Oh, it's just. It's just like. 
Now, if we're looking for the element of surprise, I'm thinking uh, a liberal casting of Major Image down the corridor to disguise our approach, at least get us partway into the room. If you're if you're stealthy enough, I reckon we could launch a surprise attack on these people. How does that sound? Perfect. That sounds good. I, I, I like the sound of that. We'll Brilliant. Well, I will uh, get my... <laughs> <Now> <laughs> What was that? <laughs> Everyone's like super excited for the stealth approach. And now this is just like, we'll see. <laughs> That's great. It's so good. Well, uh, Balthazar is going to head down to the corridor, walking quite quietly. He is then going to concentrate, focus, and you watch as this very faint illumination plays across his fingers as he concentrates. And then the corridor shimmers for a moment ahead of him and then holds the same image. Um, I can hold this for as long as you need to get close. No, they shouldn't be able to see you, but they might be able to hear you. Alrighty, um, everyone who's moving up. Harry would like to give now this uh, the help action by like going under Nadiz's arms to like help like reduce the weight of the footsteps. <laughs> now this, now this, how like someone's crippled, like Harry. <laughs> Harry, let me talk you through why this is not going to work for you. Nowadays is literally made of stone. Nowadays weighs in excess of probably about 300 kilos. I am a rabbit. <laughs> if you wanted to give the help action by walking just in front of Nowadays and pointing out areas to step to make sure that they don't hit some loose gravel or bump into the cave wall, uh, that 100%. But but you man. trying to physically lift Nowadays, not happening. Like, what not happens with your if we... So Harry, Harry tries... Sorry, sorry go on. I was going to say, what happens if we got some like cloth or something and just wrapped it around her feet to soften the blow on the ground, like cushion it? She doesn't wear I, shoes, isn't she? Isn't that part of so anything now? Is wears turns into stone and yeah, no, they're wearing a cloak. Yeah, they're wearing a cloak and that's it. And oh, the so armor like, so has molded put, into the stone statue. So yeah. if I put some cloth, just like cloth, wrapped around her feet, would that become stone? If you wrapped cloth around their feet. It's not technically shoes. It's just—it's basically there just to soften yeah. the blow of it. It, it would—it should muffle it a little bit more, and it might give it more credence to the. Yeah, I'd allow that. I'd allow that as a good use. I, I, I have an idea. Like, just a second. Sorry, I did riffing on your idea there, Jared. Mm -hmm. If if I were to go ahead of them and use mold earth to make the earth a little bit more squishy instead of hard. Ah. And, and, and make it like like no no not so squishy that it would like slow them down, but squishy enough that it would be like instead of like a. It's more of a. I think I think both of those together um, would grant Nowdy's advantage on this uh, check. And, and Harry's lifting, right? And Harry's lifting. No, Harry's not. <laughs> <laughs> Harry tries to lift Nowdy's, realizes it's not going to work, and yeah. just. Lays it off like you never tried. The moment you touch now, this and like, oh wait, this is stone. This is actually yeah. stone. No, this isn't just like what looks like stone. This is stone. Yeah, now this just looks down at you and be like, hello, little rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alrighty, so that's a fifteen from Tetra. Sorry, okay, fifteen so from Sova, Nars. Sixteen from Tetra. Fifteen from Nars. So Sova can give the help action uh, when um. Natural 20 oh. from Harry. Think. 17 from Nowdiz. Very nice. 14 okay. and 17. Take the 17. 
What's that for? Natural oh, one for Lyra. Oh. <laughs> yes. So Owen, are you happy if Sova gives me the help action? I think yes, almost absolutely. like keeping yep. almost like perched on my shoulder being like a second lookout for anything yep. that 100% point me into stuff. Sweet. 14 for Ember. And Take the 19. 19 for Crassus. Uh, as you move up, I'm going to bring us across to the map. Please feel free to move yourselves however you would like to advance. Balthazar is going to stay where he is maintaining the illusion of the corridor. As soon as you step into the illusion, um, you can still see each other. It's almost like the outline has been filled in. Um, so the, the corridor itself, as soon as you step into the illusion, you can kind of see each other. But outside, no one can see in to see you. It's just an illusion of an empty corridor. And that's the corridor heading like northwest. Heading northwest, exactly. Yeah. So all the way to the end? Yes. And around the corner. This is a, a major image. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Harry, I believe the area you wanted to go was off towards the uh, the northeast once you get partway down the corridor because that's where the uh, the bad. Oh, that. Okay, so wait, what was on the northwest? Did we, did we the prisoners. Yeah, that's where um, that's ah, where the prisoners okay. are being held. Yeah, I think you decided which way you wanted to. So, like, guys, should we just like get the prisoners out? first while well, Bill is doing this price. major image that is why we came in yes would it be wise beneficial what's that Laura? My I mean okay. sure but I, I, I suppose that Clara is beneficial but I mean we could do both there is a lot of us here we do have the advantage of the major image as well that might be able mm. to hide the, the escaping uh, villagers that is a, a new variable. We didn't have that before, but thanks to Balthazar, we do. So perhaps we focus on the villagers, get them out safe, and then we can lay into these uh, cultists. The way is clear behind us, so that makes the sense. The way is shut. <laughs> it was clear. made by those who are dead. That's oh, right. Nice. I guess it doesn't matter. We'll kill them anyway, right? Well, we will stand guard. Um, just in case. Sounds like a plan. Now this was all the old Not move. All right. So now this takes up a, a guard stance, making sure that they are ready to block. Yes. All righty. Uh, please feel free to move yourselves as you see fit. Should we like shoot at the same time from long distance for whoever can and then charge in or like take the weaker one out first or the stronger one out first? I thought we were getting the prisoners. Prisoners, Harry. Oh, okay. You can save that bloodlust of yours for a, for a, for a, for a moment. <laughs> Just, Jesus. It's a merchant uh, ribbit man. Uh, no, I saw you before. Yeah, you were, I, I... You were quite bloodthirsty. We, we saw this developing <laughs> over the course of four sessions. We're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I don't like this last session. Like Niles is going for non-lethal blows, and then Harry's just like shot yeah. someone in the in an artery, and he just let out. More and, and like, more, oh. Harry is being revealed to be the bunny <laughs> from the Monty Python and the Search for the Holy Grail <laughs> with a crossbow. That's the, and a that's the character oh, arc. Oh, how, how would you feel if I actually made that joke before we stepped to Claire before we started the stream? Literally said that. <laughs> I was like, well, I was, I've been sitting on it, waiting for the moment to bring it out. There you go. It's so true, though. 
<laughs> yes. Nobody suspects the rabbit. <laughs> um, so there's like a jailer here, so we like have to like take him out. Hey. How many people are in the jail? He, uh, um, Harry points back with just the one. As Harry stares into the room, Harry, you see a large open cavern with two massive cages filled with people on the far wall. Standing guard is an elven woman who is dressed in the same robes as the cults, this time in uh, layered blue robes as uh, similar to those of the, um, the priest Melania that you saw before. There's also a smaller cage immediately to the south that has a slumped over old woman who is motionless. The jailer appears to be sitting on a chair facing the townsfolk, flipping through a book. A quick estimate looking inside the cages, Harry. There's about 30 to 35 people here inside this room, locked in cages. Uh, Harry um, uh, makes a symbol of one and it does the neck thing. And then, like, uh, yeah, just one. Yep. Alrighty. Uh, Harry's waiting for others to like signal what they want to do. Um, well, if there's just one guard that we can see, I think the person for it. Like, are we are we just going to take this dude out and then keep going? Yeah, take him out. Release the prisoners. Send sure. him back yep. towards Bathclub. Right, we'll, we'll just just motion towards Harry. Just be like, <laughs> got this. Just me? Just just the one? Just like just oh, me? Or we'll, we'll uh, come uh, behind. Uh, we'll come behind. But you kill the fucker. Yeah, Niles will come up and and, and give you a tap on the shoulder and give you a thumbs up. Um, I guess Harry draws his crossbow. And he's looking at the others to see if they're going to run in and go for something at the same time, or if he's just going to shoot and then go for it. Take yeah. this one out first, like, make yeah, sure she's all done. Niles gets ready to, like, run and engage. He, like, takes up, like, a bit of a, like a, like a running stance almost. Yeah. Larry's like, got the symbiote out, ready right, to... Like, Tedra brings up her spinning, um, uh, spinning rocks. I like to think that we're such noobs that we're all doing different sign languages. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> like, if he calls for help, um, the other guys are just down the corridor. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll make it so he can't talk. Yeah. I've, I've got, I've got an idea for that. So maybe Tetra will be back here just in case they do get alerted. Because I've, I've, I've got to think for that. Okay. Uh, I guess Harry shoots. You have advantage because you are currently invisible inside this major image. Uh, please make an attack roll. Okay. You have advantage. That's an unnatural 20 and an 8 will take the unnatural oh. 20. Oh. 10 piercing yeah, damage and damage. 10 sneak, sneak attack damage. 20 oh. damage. Oh. Um Harry, how do you want to do this? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is just, a, it's not, this isn't like a special empowered cultist. This isn't a member yeah. of their elite fighting group. This is just the work experience kid who's been no! set to guarding. <laughs> how do you want to do this, Harry? Just crossbow bolt um, to the back of the head and then just drop? Yeah, you said the elf is reading a book, right? Yeah. The last thing the elf sees is the 
front end of the arrow pointing at the book through the back of the head oh, and then they die. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Harry, my god! <laughs> oh, brutal! There's this... And you watch as the elf like sort of startles for a little bit. Their hand goes to move up, drops, and the body then just slumps and falls silently to the side. Inside uh, the cages, there's this... <gasps> Harry, you pop out of the illusion and rush forward. And uh, I pick up the book, and uh, before the, before there's blood on it. Okay, yeah, pick up the book. As you as you read through the book, Harry, it looks to be some sort of cheap romance novel. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's Harry, entitled Harry. it's entitled um, I'm going to call it Tusk, <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's a love affair between a uh, a Triton. Um, and a and a sea orc, and their love that can never be, because uh, the sea orc is of the ocean surface and the triton is of the depths. <laughs> and, and just 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 for just for dramatic, dramatic irony, I would love that he's reading a a, um, a page talking about some kind of like penetration, just where he gets. No, like, no, no. It, it's, it's a, oh my god. <laughs> it's um. <laughs> the, the bit Harry, as you have a quick look, it looks like it's very Romeo and Juliet-esque. As you oh, as you okay. get to this section, it, it's describing a horrific battle at sea, pirates attack, and the sea orc takes an arrow, and the triton watches as their body falls into the ocean, drifts down towards them. Um, an arrow. The, inter- the jailer's in. just like, I wonder what that would. The townsfolk seeing you emerge go, like very quite subtly. The an older gentleman shushing them like. Looks yeah, towards you with Niles wild also eyes. joins in with the shushing. Like, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. The old gentleman leans forward. Are you here? Harry trying to pick the lock? Yeah, are you here to rescue us? Hi. Yes. Please. please. Actually, instead, instead of picking the lock, I should probably search the body for keys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you search through the jailer, you find... Uh, actually, give me an investigation check. Let's see. If this is a natural one, I'm excited for the Can result. I play his assistant? Because sure. <laughs> I'm in the room with him. Yeah. Do we you have advantage, Harry. Yeah, you, you, you do one as well. Um, okay. You have, you have uh, advantage. Okay, you can it's, do it separately. It's more fun if, if both of us are just patting it down. I like mine's, it. Mine is, mine's a negative 13 one, so. and 10. 13. As you pat across the body... There's a brief moment of panic where you're like, where the fuck are the keys? Seriously, where the fuck are the keys? Niles? Oh, I don't see the keys. And then suddenly you hear the jangle. And as you pull pull aside a, a layer of the leather armor underneath the robes, uh, you see the keys, uh, a, a ring of keys hanging there from the belt. Dude, where are the keys? Dude, they're Dude not where's here. my keys? Harry, I don't know where the keys are. Have you seen the keys? Um, you have the okay, keys. Yeah. We'll, we'll open the cages. Brilliant. As you unlock the cages, the locks spring free and the doors swing open soundlessly on well-oiled hinges. The uh, townsfolk immediately begin rushing out of the cages, silently trying to silence everybody. Yeah. As they look towards the corridor, um, a woman steps up towards you. Is is it safe? Are we able to to leave? Like, are they dealt with? Magic. Just be quiet. Okay. And don't go to the left. There's still some cultists in there. Yeah, go all the way down the hallway past our friends. Okay. There's there's still some of us in that room to the left. That's where they take us. We'll do ah. our best, but no promises. <laughs> Are there any others in the system, in the in the in the caves that you know of, other than in that room? Uh, they look surprised, look at each other. No, once once they're being taken out of the out of the cages, we don't know where they go. Okay. Alrighty. 
Get As the tense folk begin moving down the corridor, um, let's get a percentile check. Who's looking happiest? Michael's looking pretty happy to be playing D&D again. Michael, can you roll a D100 for me as a percentile check to see how quiet the townsfolk are being? Can we give them the help action? No. <laughs> you need to support each one's arms? <laughs> Do they have some sort of advantage since there's magic? 44. Ooh, no. that's not good. <laughs> 44. Oh, boy. Um, Ooh, that's not good. So the corridor here gets quite narrow. Ember, Tetra, Nowdiz, and Lyra. Oh, Lyra, you've moved up. Brilliant. There's a few things that are going to happen all at once here. Because, Lyra, you got a natural one on your stealth check. I don't know if you remember. Oh, no. Lyra, as you, you move up, as you move up to the mouth of the corridor, let's get all of these happening at once. So the, the villagers begin. I'm going to just do a, uh, a token to represent all of the, the villagers all at once. I'll just use a... Uh, let's use just a standard token for all the villagers moving together. Let's go. I mentioned Niles and Harriet uh, just, like, in the rear of the villagers, like, like you know, shuffling them through and yeah. 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 Just, just looking very like, uh, probably confused a bit sort of like, Oh boy, <laughs> is this, this is going well. <laughs> and then looking a bit concerned. Would that be fair to say? What could possibly go wrong? I mean, I think we were probably like, like, yes, we got them out. And then I, we hear them like making lots of noise and we're just like, uh, Oh no. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Let's just use this token for all of the uh, all of the townsfolk moving together. Um, as they begin moving down the corridor, it gets very narrow. Ember, Tetra, Nowdiz, and Lyra, and Crassus, you're going to have to move out of the way to allow the townsfolk to move down this corridor, um, either into the corridor heading towards the north uh, east or back the way you've come further away. So Crassus heads down and stands with Balthazar, who's still concentrating on the illusion magic. You see he's sort of occasionally whispering to Mr. Snibbly, yes, yes, I'm refracting light properly. Well, you do a better job then. No, you're right. I probably need to focus on some of those smaller stones, get the gravel looking perfect, as he continues to concentrate. Um, yeah, Ember, Tetra, now is Lyra. The four of you will need to move out of where you are. That section of the corridor is too narrow for everyone to get past you. Anyone got shape? Oh, actually, yes, Tetra does have shape. So maybe she'll... Um, she'll... She will take a step back, but she also might on the opposite wall there. Yep. Just sort of like start to, like to manipulate it so that it sort of bows out a little bit, gives them a little more space. Brilliant. Lyra, as you step back towards that northeast corridor, you go to lean <laughs> on a section of the wall to like press your back up against it, but you kind of misjudge the angle. And as you go to lean against it, you forget this is the illusion and you stumble right through the wall of the illusion and land flat on your ass in the corridor oh. in full view of the people I, inside the room. Can I oh grab her no! Legs back. What was that? Sorry. Can I grab her legs and pull her back? Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to make me a uh, a quick uh, athletics or acrobatics check, please? Uh, now, does uh -huh. to see how quickly you can just pull pull uh, Lyra back in. Oh, that's not bad. One. 21, that's not bad. As Lyra falls, now does your reflexes are very, very quick. You dive forward, grabbing onto Lyra's shirt. Um, Lyra falls half out so that her head, her upper torso, and one of her arms are hanging outside the illusion, like a, like a, almost like a severed corpse suddenly like hovering in the air. Lyra, you turn your head around and make eye contact with one of the Black Earth guards before now oh, no. pulls you back into the illusion. You watch as oh, the Black no. Earth guard opens his eyes wide blinks turns around and goes we've got company exalted one i'm oh, gonna get no. everyone to roll me initiative please 
I am not in a good position. Can I? Can I I'm going to be with Harry, actually. Can I just move myself yeah, next yeah, to Harry? Yeah. We're, we're taking the rear guard of the people. We did say that. Yeah, I was going to say, you would be behind yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make sure yeah, you fair. click on your tokens, then click on yeah. initiative. It's been a while, okay? <laughs> oh, no, it worked. Oh, no. Oh, no. Niles, oh, remember you've got Niles, remember you've got the ability. I was yeah, gonna cool. say. Oh yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Remember I might you, use that. You are a um, a very, very special uh, type of uh, very special monk. monk. One of a kind. Yep. Specialist. Indeed. Uh, I rolled twice, so I took the first one. Tough battle. Uh alrighty, I'll just make sure everyone's on the initiative order. It's a big old turn order. Uh, and have you rolled for Sova Crassus? Uh, yes, I have. Perfect. I'm going to zoom us out a little bit. Brilliant. Make sure we can How see. tall is the cave? Uh, at this point, the corridor is only about nine feet. This cavern opens up to be about 12 feet tall. Okay. okay. This is interesting because yeah. normally when you roll on that one, it's bad, right? Yeah. On an for you, it's potentially amazing. It's actually not that bad for me. I'm going to use a feat. I'm going to use part of my feature that I haven't used yet. I'm going to use a line. I'm going to burn one of my key points. I'm going to make that named uh, character in the uh, in the uh, in the turn order. I think his name is Kavanis. You have to be able to see them. Remember? Ah, dang. Um, Wait, can, can you use it? Can you only use it on enemies? No. He can give the natural one to anyone. Uh, oh, okay. so I have to see them. All right. You have cool. to be able to see them. Uh, I can't see anyone where I am. Yeah, it's just us and the and the villagers. Did the villagers roll? <laughs> uh, no, the villagers. Uh, the villagers going at the end of the turn order. Uh, oh, darn peasants. Yeah, that's annoying. I can't actually see anyone where I the, am. The so... good news is the good news is Niles. Whenever you get within view of someone, you can then spend the key point to... Um... Oh, so it's like any time. Because I believe... What does it say exactly? I think it says... Uh, it oh, says when, when combat rolled. begins, you can spend one key point to force one creature to have its initiative change to match yours. So I like the idea that you can always change it. That sounds really cool. I'll leave that, I'll leave that with anyone. I'm happy. That's, that's, I'm happy. Let's play test. Really cool. Because this is one I've created and this is the first time we're playing around with this particular feature let's have it be that you can do it when you want to it doesn't have to be when combat begins it can actually be okay. at, so the, let's say let's change it to rather than when combat begins let's have it as when combat begins or at the end of your turn spend one key point because you have to spend a key point to do it so there's a cost associated yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. so i'm i'm yeah, happy to, i'm happy to do it that way so let's do it that way that's cool all right in well, that in case, case i won't i won't do anything yet that's yep. really awesome and I'll, yeah i won't do it now i'll obviously do that when i see someone I'm, I have to say, this is probably like one of my favorite homebrew things I've ever created. The way of sympathy. It's pretty it's good. Really cool. <laughs> it's it's yeah. really fun. Uh, yeah. Harry, you are the first to act. Because because that that means Niles could almost go twice before someone else if he plans it right. That's really cool. Yeah, but then yeah, he has yeah, to move yeah. himself to the end of initiative to do that, or behind his current initiative count. So it, it, it's a way. At Niles the moment, get, yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but potentially, I could go twice. Yeah. Reason why I asked how tall the you're gonna bounce the, um, the tunnel is because <clears throat> I can't walk past the villages really. No, th so at this point I, I will copy the token so that it's accurate for how many villages there are. Just so they're filling the corridors. There's like thirty of these people clustered together, filling this corridor, having just started to walk down and make their way out. Well, twice per long rest, Harry can jump ten feet. Um, does that mean I could probably jump over? Oh, you just really, you just really piled them up. 
Well, uh, what I'll do, I'll make a bit of space between them. There you go. I'll make a bit of space between them. There you go. Okay, okay. Would I be able to get behind te Tetra with the ability hop that lets me jump 10 feet? Uh, you can get, yeah, you can get up to Tetra because I believe let's have a yeah. let you hop 10 feet. So where you are there, you can get to just near Tetra and then spend your movement to walk. So yeah, you're fine to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Um, we should. Oh, otherwise, oh. otherwise, I'm just blocked, right? Otherwise, like thematically, I just can't fit through the cave. Yeah. Cave, right. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Oh. Um, before this, would have now and Tetra have been already had a short rest. Uh, yeah, now and Tetra would have had a short rest outside. Well, actually, you've had a level up, so... Oh, yeah. Actually, so, so that we can do that thematically, the way the way that's happened is as Balthazar appears, um, he is going to cast some rejuvenating magic on you to, to heal you up outside. Because the other's got that same level of bullshittery inside, so... <laughs> we love you, DM. That's okay. So is, that a, is that a long rest or a short, short rest? Short? Okay. You get the benefit of a long rest with your level up. Oh, shit. Yeah, this cool. time okay, only. Cool. Wait, do I get that too? Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. Oh shit! Because I, I everyone okay. had the spells back. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. Okay, I'll do that now. Just that changes everything. Yeah. Uh, you have spells, not me. Harry, though. Harry, um, we got to yeah, keep so this moving. Harry what are you will, doing? Harry will jump across and get behind Tetra. Yep. From here, I assume he has a clear view at the Black Guard. If you can the see Black them on the map, then you can see them as Harry. Oh. If I shot from here, in the illusion, yep. Would I have advantage? Yes, they currently they currently don't they currently can't see anyone. They saw Lyra pop out and then get pulled back in. At the moment, they don't know how many of you there are. They don't know where you guys are. They don't know what's going on with it. So I will have shoot advantage. Yep. At uh, oh oh, I can't see. Oh, I can only see two of them. Crushing wave priest. Black Earth Guard. So there's a, a Earth Ganassi and Water Ganassi that you can see at the moment, Harry. Ah, I'll shoot at the Earth Guard then. Um, Eerie will shot. leap over Matrix style on his side, just just for coolness. Uh, shoot his crossbow. I'll take the sixteen. Sixteen. I thought I'd show the yep. artwork for the Black Earth Guard just so you get the full. Ooh. So it looks like he's summoning Ooh. armor made of stone from the ground around him. Oh, that's cool. cool. Uh, 16. That is not yeah. enough, Harry. As the uh, as the arrow flies through the air, it just ping, off the armor and ricochets into the air. The uh, Earth Ganassi looks over, laughs, goes, <laughs> "You'll have to do better than that, invisible person." Yeah, I should have shot the the water one. Um, Harry will then uh, duck a bit more around the corner and bonus action hide. Uh, Tetra, it is your turn. Alrighty, well. He likes his... Uh, yeah, 20 feet from that one. Mm. Alright, I'll go with what I was going to do anyway. But that's fine. Okay, uh, actually, just sorry. Joseph Fry Jones wants to check one thing in the wording. Uh, can't see the area. No, never mind. Alright, well, what I should do is... um. She'll uh, feel the um, the stone and the rock around her, but which everything is encased in. Yep. And, and um, she'll end up locating all of the little bits, all the little bits of crystal and glass and gems and things inside there, and then draw in her power, slam her hands down on the ground, and she's going to cast the cast spike growth. Brilliant. 20, a twenty foot sphere, and she's going to take in both. The Black Earth Guard and the Crushing Wave Priest. 
Fantastic. Uh, let me quickly put down some spikes and you said 20 foot, um, 20 foot circle. I'll see. Circle. All right. What I'll do for the spikes, let's use, I might use some caltrops as the image and I'll put a sphere around it so that we can see the area just so that it's uh, really clear. So 20 foot sphere, 20 foot radius. Yep. 20 foot radius. Can you but guys see that? Yes. Perfect. Brilliant. As you slam your hands down, all of the crystals and stone begin vibrating in the earth, and you watch as these rivets uh, of, sorry, rivers of iron dust begin coalescing, slamming up, causing these um, sections of stone to form jagged shards around the uh, floor. The Black Earth Guard looks down and crushes one with one stone-booted foot. The Wave Priest looking a bit more concerned. The Water Ganassi sort of like looking around, suddenly feeling a bit surrounded as these spikes begin shooting up all around. And 2d4 damage. 2d4, roll it please. Six. Brilliant. Do they make a save at all? Um, they make a save to recognize... Wait, wait, hold up. Creature moves into it or the nearer takes 2d4 piercing damage to every five feet it travels. Okay, so um, don't worry about this. look natural. Any creature that can't see when the spell is cast makes a wisdom save throw to see it's hazardous. So ah, they know okay. it's hazardous, but they're stuck in the middle of it at the moment. So they, so they don't have to make a save. They know that it's it's there and they know that it's bad. They, they, saw, me, they, they saw it get cast around them. So. Cool, okay. So they know that if they move, they're likely to take damage. Cool, cool, cool. Perfect. Anything yeah. else on your turn, Tetra? Um, action. Um, as for bonus action... Starry four, motherfucker. Starry four, motherfucker. Oh, uh, shit, archery. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, what she'll do is um she'll the the glint off ember. Yep. Which is um shining just down the um uh the corridor there. She's um it's gonna bounce into one of her crystal shards within her, and then I'm just gonna use the light from that to starry form. Brilliant. Mines are gonna attack. Been a while, right? Here we go. There we go. And then dark. Pulling elements. While you're rolling the damage, are you targeting are you targeting the crushing wave priest or the black earth guard? I will target the priest. Yep, brilliant. And then that'll be a spell attack? Yes it will. Twenty-two definitely hits. Some traits. And the uh, damage, damage radiant. Yep, so it's one modifier and Jeez. radiant. 10 radiant damage. Amazing. As this blast of light shoots through, the, the priest is unable to get out of the way in time. As they go to sort of move, they realize the spikes around them freeze in place. And then you watch as this radiant energy bursts against their chest, burning them as they cry out in alarm, this uh, water ganassi. Uh, I believe that'll be it for your turn, Tetra. If you want to move, you can. Um... She might. Oh, where, where, where's the line of the um the illusion? Uh, right where Lyra is standing. I'll put down right, a right. um. So yeah, literally. I would move there. Would I be within the illusion, but still more out of the way of the people trying to get through? Uh, yes, that's perfect. Yeah, where you are there, right behind the illusion, out of the way for the corridor. Yep. Really. Kavanus. You hear a voice call from inside the room. Please, you who have come here to disrupt our work, know that you will be punished. 
for your trespass. Guards, deal with them. That is all you hear from inside. Um, there is the sound of booted feet. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Uh, and emerging from around the corner, you see a figure dressed in feathered armor holding aloft a greatsword, pause in position, and as they stand there looking down, trying to see through the illusion, they stand guard, ready to attack. Um, next up is the Eternal Flame Guardian. Uh, emerging from behind this knight in feathered armor, uh, a figure, they wouldn't walk that way, they'd walk around, sorry, um, walks up towards the illusion, not really knowing exactly where it is. They pause, peering down the corridor, not seeing anything. You watch as this fire ganassi smiles, this brutal smile, slowly stoking the flames within their hands before going <sighs> as this blast of flame shoots out from their uh, their hands uh, Lyra, Tetra, Naudis and one of the villagers I'm going to need all of you to please make me a dexterity saving throw as this burst of flame rolls out from their hands natural 20 for Tetra 16 for Lyra ah, and come on, come on. Now it is not loving the uh, deck saves. 18, loving the deck saves. All of you pass. Um, that is going to be half damage, which means you're only going to take uh, 15 points of damage, half to seven. What happens to the villager? Uh, the villager is burned and dies instantly. Oh. oh. Fuck. With this, with this horrifying scream, you watch as one of the villagers just goes, ah! this young lad and then just drops this charred corpse oh. from behind you hear this <laughs> got one of you uh now it is it is your turn yeah it is that is what i was planning on doing yes. um it. but i'm just going to see um i see the people behind me um and the people before me. Now these kind of get a bit angry. <laughs> yep. And I am going to activate Giant's Might. Fantastic. <laughs> so I think that what it looks like is they start to like, the shadows kind of lengthen and they kind of start pulling in like the rocks around them in this tunnel, kind of like shift and pull together. And just kind of from the bottom of now this, just morph over them to become this extra layer, and they increase to a large size. Yep. Um, and the voice changes to quite a deeper, more resonant, earthy voice. And they basically, I just want to walk up to this eternal flame guard and shove them. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, to get past Tetra and Lyra, you probably walk past first out of the okay. illusion and then activate this effect. Also, because the roof is about sort of like eight, nine feet tall. How big do you get? You get large, right? Large, yeah, mm. yeah. So you're I'll probably, yeah. yeah. So if you if you step out first into the into the chamber and then oh, activate this, you'll be yeah. perfect. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Brilliant. So they they see this enormous sentinel figure, <laughs> and then yeah, I want to I want to I want to push this guy back into the thorns. Yeah, so you're going to do a shove. Yep, shove. I believe for a shove in 5e. Oh, Shoving creature, use the attack action. Um, either, yeah, so just, just a normal attack. Um, yep. 
unarmed strike, I think it is. Yeah, it is. So uh, you can make a special melee attack. Uh, if you can use multi-attack, this only replaces one of the attacks. So, uh, yeah, so the target must be no more than one size larger than you. Instead of making an attack roll, you make a strength... Oh, sorry, you make a strength athletics check contested by their athletics or acrobatics check. Uh, and you can push them prone or five feet away from you. Yeah, so we're pushing them five feet into that thing. Great. Would you like to make me an athletics check? And I will roll for the Feathergale Knight or the Eternal Flame mm. Guardian. Yep. Fire Ganassi or Air Ganassi? Uh, I think it's the Eternal Flame Guardian. Yeah, is the one that just killed someone. Yeah, yeah one that uh, Brilliant. Yeah. I will make a save for them. That is absolutely a fail. <laughs> Such a fail. <laughs> uh, you shove them five feet back into the spikes. They'll take that 2d4 damage, which is six. Tetra's already rolled before, and then we'll roll each time new after that, Tetra. Um, nope. as, you th- as you just shove them back, they go, and then get speared onto one of the spikes, taking that damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else on your turn? Um, I'm going to move another... So I've used 10 feet. I'm going to yep. move to be in blocking... I am a large creature, so the yep. others can kind of pass me, but I am yep. blocking this guy yep. right here. Do you have multi-attack uh, nowadays? Not yet. <laughs> I don't think so. Close. Unless I'm reading it wrong. Double check. You should be pretty close. Level four, I reckon you might. It says one. It says one attack. I don't know. One sure. Because I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure at level four you do get your. Uh... Let's have a quick peekaroo. While that's happening, Lyra, do you want to describe uh, what you would be doing? So, assuming that she pulled the um, symbiote up as we were sort of going down that hallway previously, um, she's going to drop Moonbeam on the Crushing Wave Priest and um, make sure that Shillelagh is up on her um, quarterstaff with a bonus action. Yep, amazing. I think you already had that before, so that's not a problem. Sweet. Uh, Anything else for your turn? No, it is level five, bugger. Uh, Actually, she might take a five step back just to sort of make it a little bit more room for the others to sort of maneuver in and around if they want to. Yep. And you're going to drop a moonbeam? Yep, on the crushing wave priest. Right on top of them, eh? Okay, let me chuck a a little symbol down. I'm going to use the symbol of the moon, shall we say? What do you reckon? Should we do a moon? Oh yeah, here we go. This will be perfect. Uh, so, what's the moonbeam range? It's five feet, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, five feet. Um... Five feet radius, and let's do a nice bright blue. There we go. Five feet radius. Okay, and just right on top of the priest. Yep. Outstanding. Um, they need to make a Constitution saving throw, I believe. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's DC thirteen. Wow, my rolls tonight are garbage. That's 12. That is just a fail. Yay. 14. 14 14. damage. Shit, son. You watch as this... From the ceiling, the cavernous ceiling above, this blast of radiant light just slams into the priest, forcing them down onto one knee as they hold their hands up, still reeling from the radiant damage uh, dealt by Tetra before. Uh, Brutal. Uh, anything else on your turn, Lyra? 
Um, maybe, you know, if she's sort of standing there in the edge of the um, hallway, she's, you know, just going to be ushering <laughs> villagers on sort of like, yeah. stay away from this spot. Like, just go around that way. Uh, seeing seeing that villager get burnt to a crisp, the rest of the villagers look ready to run back out of the way to clear the corridor and hide in the room where they were jailed. It looks like they're trying to get out of the way and clear the corridor so that they're not going to be in the middle of fire. Uh, alrighty. Ember, it is your turn. Yeah, so look, initially, when I saw all the people coming, I wanted to walk back down the, the hallway, but uh, seeing it as now <laughs> people attacking us, am I able to push up just to the edge? That's probably what about the 30 feet range there-ish. 15, 20, 25. You can get right next to Lyra and Tetra easily. You can get you can get another five feet if you like. As you oh, run down right, the yeah, corridor. So I'll move a bit further up. Perfect. Now my roll 20 is playing up a little bit for me, which is great. But um, am I able to see anyone from that range there roughly? Uh, anyone you can see on roll 20, you can see in real life. So that would probably be the Eternal Flame Guardian, the Black Earth Guard, and I imagine you'd be able to see the Crushing Wave Priest as well from where you are. Ah, perfect. It's just my roll 20 has frozen up on me, which is fantastic. Yeah, so, so, so you can see, you can see the... The Fire Ganassi, the Earth Ganassi, and the Water Ganassi. Uh, you probably even could just make out next to Nowdiz the Air Ganassi. It looks like the Fire Ganassi, the Earth... No, the Fire Ganassi and the Water Ganassi have taken some damage. The Earth Ganassi has not. Awesome. All right, well, I might go for the... The Fire Ganassi is the one that's closest to us, isn't it? So yes. I might um, go and uh, pull the flame out of the uh, middle of my chest for my, uh, my symbol. Yep. And throw that at him and uh, summon Flicker. So now him I and anyone a... else within the 10 feet of him. Yep. I actually have a token for Flicker. Let me throw Flicker in. Um, just Fantastic. Finished making it, but I do have a, uh, I do have a, flick, uh, a token for Flicker. Um, here we go, I'll chuck Flicker in in a second. So it needs to make a DC, was that a deck saving throw, sorry? Uh, yes, yep. Deck saving throw. That is going to be... Jesus Christ, that's going to be a fail. I'm guessing an 8 doesn't uh, pass. No, no, you need a 13. That's definitely a fail then. So, awesome. So that is... Uh, 5 fire damage. 5 fire damage. And normally this would be reduced, but because this is uh, with your elemental adept, it is not reduced. That is the full damage. Uh, anything else on your turn, Ember? That is your good. movement and your action, I believe. Yep, and my bonus action I think I can use still to uh, control uh, Flicker. So yep. I might um, launch a Flame Seed at him at the same time as well. Yeah, why not? I believe that is a spell attack. It is, it is. Sorry, everything's going very slow. No, you're good. I believe it is a spell attack. It is a spell attack. Uh, range of attack plus five. Okay, here we go. So that's uh, 13. 13 to hit the flame guardian. Uh, that is... Yes. That is just not enough. Just not enough, no. unfortunately. As the as the fire well, shoots forward, the flame guardian rolls around on the ground and just misses. And you right, should well, be able to see uh, flicker now on the map. 
I will give you control of Flicker as well, Sai. <clears throat> yeah, perfect. C. There we go. You should have control of Flicker now. Black Earth Guard. Um, the Black Earth Guard knows that he is potentially going to be in trouble. Ah, oh, walking through this area. He can't do that because he's currently got his Earth armor on and he doesn't want to lose that. Uh, it's 2d6 every time he steps through this, right? For every five feet? Every five feet, it's 2d6. Can you please roll me 2d6 uh, three times? Yep. Oh, God. <clears throat> Oof, that's, that hurts. Ooh. Oh, Ouch. boy. 11, that's six, bad. 6. Amazing. You watch as he just lowers his visor, pulling the stone down across his eyes, lets out this and then charges past the flame guardian, ignoring this tiny little fiery spirit and charging towards Naudis, an opponent worthy of his uh, attacks. Naudis, he's going to use his Morningstar, summoning this massive stone uh, weapon out of the ground as he runs towards you, um, and he's going to hit you with it twice, potentially. Let's see. Uh, Naudis, does a... Uh, 23 and a 19 hit. I'm guessing yes. 23 hits, 19 doesn't. Okay. 23 Ooh. hits. That's only going to be one load of damage. That is going to be 11 points of damage now it is as he just bah, brings this down across your chest, smashing into you. Yes. Bring it on. All right. That's his full turn as he just roars in your face. Uh, Crassus, it's you next. Okay. <clears throat> So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. All right, so I take it this is the fire spirit from our friend Ember. Yep. Little flicker. That's all cool. Um, I'm going to cast Maximilian's Earthen Grasp again. Oh, you fucker. Yep, go on. Who are you casting yeah. on? But I'm targeting... The crushing wave priest. The, the one who's already underneath the moonbeam. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> I figured oh, that was the plan. I, can, I didn't even think of that, but then, oh, yeah, okay. If I, if I no, because yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, cool. That, that'd be really good if I can keep him there. He can just I keep thought, taking that moon. Uh, I moon thought that was damage. the plan. I, I figured that was your goal was to keep him trapped in the moonbeam. Um, all right, I need to make. Yeah, that was your plan. plan. That was your plan. That's that genius. That was genius. Now the I need wizard, to make it the wizard play. <laughs> I need to make a dexterity saving throw for the crushing wave priest to avoid no, being. No, you need to do a strength saving throw. Strength saving oh, throw. So good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a natural one from me. Okay. Cool. Shit. Um, as yeah, as like playing sort of in my time sort of self, this force just sort of a, like a like sort of starts shimmering around him and then suddenly this force just comes down on him driving him into the dirt as he gets hit by my maximilians well i love i love that like he's kind of being knocked to one knee by the moonbeam blasting down from above and then as he sort of drops to one knee he goes to stand up again but his hands are suddenly trapped in the earth and you watch his fingers begin to emerge and wrap around him holding him in place spin him around and then offer him up to the moonbeam just prone <laughs> he's just held in place <laughs> underneath the moonbeam you hear this, no, 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 not like this, not like this, underneath the moonbeam. <laughs> wow. Not like this. Well, Anything else on your turn, Crassus? <laughs> yeah, he also takes 11 bludgeoning damage. Oh, fuck, is he slowly crushed by it? Yep, that's going to hurt. 
Wow, this guy's this guy's taken a fair bit of damage. Goodness me. I mean, it's okay. ironic the name Crushing Wave Priest. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> I was gonna say it. More like wow. Crushed Wave Priest. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so he's restrained now. Yep. So he can just stay there. Um. Yeah. So these guys look like they're going back into the into the room. Yep. Okay, cool. So I was actually going to tell them to get in there, but if they're already doing it, it's cool. Um, what I'll do is I'm not liking where I currently am. That's prime real estate for AOE. So I'm, I have two uses of this. I'm actually going to get myself, because if I go I'm go there, that will dodge probably most of the stuff, but I'm going to I'm gonna try and dodge as much as I can. So I'm actually going to do a... Because I've only got five feet left. Yep, I'm gonna do a starlight step. I'm gonna go back to about I'm gonna do here. a, so um, still... a follow-up video to this called uh, "One Trick DMs Hate," and then it's just Maximilian's Earth and Grass Moonbeam <laughs> combo. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, it, do a quick it is it like this combo would work all right on like the big strong dudes, but I, I keep targeting all the uh, spellcasters that have no strength. So yeah, it's it's just so much better. It's uh, I'm gonna stay here. I'm gonna yep. move back here. I'm gonna use starlight step to get. That extra uh, next to distance. Balthazar, <laughs> you just appear next to Balthazar. He nods at you and goes, "How's it doing in there? How are you guys going? Are you winning yet?" Oh, I just, I just crushed someone with. It's my take on Maximilian's Earth of Grasp. I'm going to, I'm going to cancel this illusion in a moment and cast Revivify on that poor person who got burned to death. Just so you know. Ooh, okay. You are a good man. Good you man. might want to move at least the remains out of. Oh, I I'll do a free action. Uh, this person here is, is look, there's a, probably a few. Yeah, there's a few. Um, can you can you all please gather your friend's remains? He shall we shall momentarily bring him back. So get him out of the way of combat. They nod. The villagers nod and then begin like trying to pull the body back out of the way, wincing yep, a bit as they grab onto the crispy skin. Yes, I know it's not going to be fun, but this will be the best. Okay. Um. There. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And Anything I can still see some people as well, just in case I need to do chronal shifts. Yep. Alrighty. Because I can see Texture, Lyra, Ember, and Harry. Yep. The Crushing <laughs> Wave Priest is restrained, which means they need to make a strength save if they want to escape Maximilian's Earth and Grasp. Um, is that correct? Yeah, they need to use an action. They need to use an action. If they want to... <sighs> if they want I'll, I'll, I'll display it for you quickly, yeah, don't yeah, yeah. read, but as an action, you can cause... Oh, where is it? To break out the restrained target can use this action to make a strength check. That's what is pretty nice about this. Yeah, no, they're so not going to do that. No, 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 no. Okay. they're not wasting your action on that. Not yet. Um, you watch as the crushing wave freeze kind of like looks through, sees only now it is, and then there's still the illusion is up, goes, fuck it, and throws their hand out. As they do, this sort of spray of water flies through the air and begins coalescing into this knife uh, made of ice that freezes in place and shoots through into the corridor. As it smashes through the corridor, uh, it doesn't... Actually, I will, I will roll, but he's going to have disadvantage to hit Tetra because he can't see Tetra. Um, but it still explodes even if it misses. So let's see. That is going to be... Um, is this, um, just quickly, is this a, a spell attack? Spell attack. Uh, that, that will have uh, disadvantage then. It already has disadvantage because oh, uh, can't see. Oh, I'm saying because like Tetra, because it will also have disadvantage on now this though for being restrained. 
Oh yeah, so yeah, so but it has disadvantage for for the um, restraint, and it has disadvantage because they can't see through the illusion. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> so, That's all. Uh, just, that yeah, is cool. a ten, which means it doesn't hit anyone directly. So it's just going to be the splash damage as the knife, uh, this knife made of ice, flies over the head of you, Tetra. I need Tetra, Ember, and Lyra to make me a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving. Oh, nice. Dexterity. Oh, good that job, Tetra. Some, some nice oh. rolls, you. Do you know, do you know the spell? Yeah. Nah. So she'll, she'll, she'll just she'll, um, use her shield to deflect the blast then. Yeah, and that's uh, so everyone who passed, which is uh, Tetra passes, uh, Lyra and Ember, you both. No, Lyra just passes. 13 is the save. Ember, you're the only one who takes full damage. Ember, you take six points of, uh, of piercing damage. Uh, Tetra and Lyra, you take half of that for three. Uh, that is the Crushing Wave Priest's full go. At the end of their turn, I believe they take more Moonbeam damage, Lyra. Do they have to make a uh, save? No, so I got that uh, the damage timing wrong. They should have taken it at the beginning of their, beginning turn, of their turn. So yeah. they shouldn't have taken it when I That's cast okay. it. Oh, right. So you can just keep it it's as fine. What the damage has been done and then just do it next turn. I think, I think it activates when you cast it on them and then again at the beginning of their turn. There's a long discussion about okay. Moonbeam. That's something to check out then damage mm. on cast it's one of those things that's been a long discussion a long yeah um let me have a quick look yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. moonbeam yeah. does not deal damage <laughs> at the initial cast it's dealt only when the creature moves into the area or starts its turn there so that's yeah. that's how i read it as yeah no no oh. it's pretty it's pretty clear oh, yeah that's fair enough all righty niles it's your go next niles is like has just been chilling in this room the whole time wondering what's going on um yeah, because you can't see. Niles has just been hearing the sounds it. of chaos from the next room being like, oh. <laughs> you screams, you can hear. Yeah, I'm just twiddling my talons. Yeah, um, it's been, it's been a big here. six seconds. It's yeah. been a big six seconds. <laughs> it's, um, it's been half an hour of real life for six seconds of in-game time. So just just so I'm getting the full picture, the villagers yeah. are all still in the corridor, right? They're now trying to move out of the corridor. At the, at the end of Sova's go, so at the end of the initiative round, the villagers are all going to move out of the corridor and clear it yep. away as much as they can. Um... How, how like how tall is the ceiling in this area of the map? Nine feet. Am I able to fly over yes, the Yes, you are able to fly over the villages. Yeah. Uh, I'd say you can also sound- push past them because they will throw themselves against the wall to let you get past. They're, they've now realized that they can't keep moving through the corridor. They're now trying to like back up and let I don't, I don't want to go against the villages that are trying to get into the room that I'm like leaving. So just I think I would just, them, yeah. I think I would just hover over them if there's enough yeah. clearance. There's um, just I, enough clearance, both in width and height of the corridor. Just enough clearance. I imagine that Niles does the martial arts thing, where it looks like he's like hover. He's he's flying, but he's like oh. hovering over. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, hovering yeah. over the villages and kind of like gliding and running. Like and maybe yeah, occasionally like kicking off the walls to keep them. Yeah, in, so. yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 like he's flying, but it's it's the magic yeah. for the monk. Brilliant. Um, you may move glides, freely. He glides over the tops of these uh, escaping villages into. Well, he doesn't know where anyone is. So he's just going to fly into the room. Uh, uh, <laughs> so that's like, what, like 5, 10, 15, yeah, he's going to get. So 30 feet would get you right next to Ember and Lyra. And Tetra. Okay. He's still uh, you've, got, enough, you've got longer than that. You've got 40 feet flight, don't you? I've got 40 feet, yeah. So I can so go... 40 feet to get you to the entrance. Easy. Yep. Um, he's still not close enough, though. Um, so he's actually going to use a bonus act. Well, actually, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's... 
<laughs> uh, he's gonna look around, try to take uh, take stock of the situation. I'm yeah. assuming. I can hear Poppy warning uh, you in the background. <laughs> yeah, she wants. No, to, she wants be to careful, Nas. Be careful. <laughs> she wants. She wants to go out. She's. Uh, she, I need. I probably need to take her out in a sec. Um, She's asking oh, so politely. Yeah, she's wolfing a lot. Um, oh, do I see Kavanas or the, the the the? If you can't see them on the map, you can't see them. Oh, I, actually, I actually can. Um, oh, then you can see Kavanas. Um, do I want to do anything with Kavanas? At the moment, this figure is turned away, facing. Oh, away so not even not even oh, looking okay. in your direction. It seems they're focused on the table in front of them, and as you look through Niles. You can see there is a person spread eagled on the table, held in place by restraints, not moving, as Kavanas appears okay. to stand over them. I probably put I, I would probably assessing the situation as quickly as Nas can, given his the time. Um having seen the village uh crisped up uh, and being carried into the room, I look at the flame I look at the flame guardian. Yep. Looking pretty I, hurt. I take a, looking pretty hurt? Yeah. Looking like they're taking uh, a little bit of damage. Luckily, they've taken a little bit of damage. Okay. Yeah. Oh, if you want to see someone who's really hurt, um, the Black Earth Guard and the Feather Gale Knight are both looking pretty hurt, much more than the Flame Guardian. Okay. Well, so in the, that the case, Black Earth has a pretty high AC. It's like higher than seventeen. It's like. Uh, cool. Do I even want to do that then? I kind of. I know. I will. I. I. I see the Flame Guardian or the Flame. Ganassi, and I am going to use my bonus point, my, my key point to bring their initiative to mine. Ooh, okay, so you are going to lower their initiative so that it's yep. uh, uh, it goes after you, or goes to the same as you, I think, for synchronous. It goes the same as me. Yep. I'm essentially right. taking them out of the, uh, they're going to have they're gonna have to survive a whole round of yep. combat. Yeah, they do, yeah. Yep. Um, so how does that look for Niles? Probably like as you as you concentrate, you begin sort of moving in pattern with them, focusing. Yeah. And as they turn towards you, there's this sudden connection as you see their... I'd say like as you blink, there's this after image of the flow of key across the battlefield. You begin moving, grabbing onto these strands and pulling them into position. And you watch as the Ganassi begins moving in time in step with you. Following I, I like. Moves. I'm imagining this is like almost like obviously Niles is in a unique position to be able to do this because his eyes kind of widen and this becomes yeah. like it's almost like a hypnotic, like yeah, yeah. He like he all of a sudden begins like moving quite rhythmic, almost like in this like dance like state, um, and yeah, kind of bops his head around, moves his limbs, <laughs> and it's almost like this yeah, it's this strange sort of rhythmic movement that sort of locks in with this flame Ganassi as he, sudden, yep. he suddenly starts to kind of like almost do the same thing, like yep. subconsciously beginning to move along with me. Um, but Niles having used a key point to do that, uh, I'm going to not use a key point to do Step of the Wind to get into combat with him. I'm just going to take up a, uh, I'm going to use my action to take up the, uh, the dodge. Um, Brilliant. Uh, do you yeah, have to use the dodge action? Um, All right. So take up a more defensive position uh, at, the, at the entrance. Miles? I might move you here just so that you're at the border of the illusion to make sense of how you described that movement. Yeah, that's great. No, that's cool. Great. Cool, cool, cool. Niles, that is your full turn. Uh, Sova, Crassus, uh, what would you like Sova to do? Okay, cool. So I'll move Sova like 5, 10, 15, so 60 feet flying, 20, 25, 30, 
So I'm going to come here. <clears throat> this Black Earth Guard. Yep. Um, it says here for help. Uh, you can obviously help a friendly creature in attacking a, uh, a creature within five feet of you. Or you can distract, so, I believe, as well. Yeah, so I can mm. faint, distract the target or some other way team up to make your allies attack more effective. So I think I'm going to use... The, this is where it becomes a little weirder. I think... So, wait. Because if I come here... Can I provide the help action? Who do I provide the help action to? Is it now this? It'd be Nadis. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then I guess Nadis is like next attack will be with advantage. With the advantage, first one. yep. Cool, cool. And then Sova's going to do the help action and then using the remaining movement fly back out. Yeah. Which is, she's got like another, like, she's got a fair bit left. She can probably get to about here. Cool. Harry, it cool. is your go. Harry will pop his head out, uh, aim for the if. Earth Ganassi, because, uh, you know, he blocked it last time, and uh, he'll take two shots. Brilliant. As you do that, Harry... Oh, um, one shot, sorry. But, as like, you do yeah, that, then. Harry, Balthazar drops the illusion, rushes forwards, and casts Revivify on the villager. The illusion is no longer active. Easy. Uh, but I, I was... You're still around right? the corner, so it doesn't affect you. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. That is a 22 to hit. Or a natural that's 20. Nat 20. Yay. So we take we take the first damage that was rolled. So that's 10 damage plus another 6 because it's better criticals. So that's 16 damage for the initial and he, attack. And, and the sneak as well. And now we do the sneak attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the sneak attack you got 4. Uh, that's plus an additional 12 because it's 2d6. So that's a total of 16 damage. So that's 32 damage in a single strike. And that's against the Black Earth Guard, correct? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. You watch as as Harry, you just drop behind and fire off this bolt from the crossbow. It goes right into the visor. You see this splash of red blood out through the gap as the Black Earth Guard grabs at the visor, screams in agony. And how would you like to do this? Woo! Um, I think you pretty much got it. It's like it's like Fallout Four style, you know, when you're in the vet system and it like ah. hands out. <laughs> looks at Harry. Yeah. Yeah, and uh yeah, like that was Vats aiming for the head. So um Amazing. he did. He did. Um, and then Heary will avoid AoE by running in. Um uh, so he'll be a good boy in bonus action hide behind the corner again. Brilliant. Nice. Feel free to make another stealth check. Tetra, it is your go. You watch as the Hearth Ganassi just this arrow straight through the other bolt, straight through the, the visor, just sort of falls back, slowly drops the mace, and then falls backwards onto the spikes, impaled slightly onto the uh, onto the spikes in the earth. Very nice. She's going to appreciate that a lot. Well, she's... um. <laughs> That was a very good shot. Let's see if I can do something similar. And then, and then she's gonna um, pull up the um, the light that's been bouncing around her yep. various crystals at the moment, and just and it's gonna um, the one that it's probably one that's underneath her robes, like in in the in like just under here that you don't see very often. That one's going to shine under and glow, the and then and she's gonna guiding bolt the flame guardian. Yep. And then follow up with a... Um, Blast a... of Radiant. Go for it. Uh, guiding Bolt is a, uh, a constitution save? Uh, no, it's spell attack. spell attack. So 19 for hit. 19 will hit. And then... Uh, let's... 
Yes, that's 4d6 of damage. That's good. That's a really yeah. good move. 15 radiant damage. Nice. And then follow up with the, um, with the, another shot as the natural light one. Natural one, so then last the next one. That's all right. You watch uh, as no. the um, spell goes wide, almost taking out Flicker, who's currently hovering above the uh, Flame Guardian. All right. Uh, that's good. All righty. Well, then, uh, hmm. not terribly much more I can do, but I, I think I will move for a little forward and bring her up to here. So it's not in area range once again. All right. As you move further underneath Nars and give him like a high five on his on, on, on his like give the little toes, light pat on the back. <laughs> uh, as as you do that, Tetra and Jut duck into the room. You hear this sigh, and as the figure turns around and sees this spike growth covering the area and the black earth guard drop dead, the figure this this earth ganassi but made of white marble with these quartz crystals pushing through their skin and rupturing it looks across and goes. No, I think not. <sighs> Clicks their fingers and is going to cast Dispel Magic oh. on the Spike Growth. Um, oh no. What level did you cast that at? I cast that at second. It vanishes in place. The figure in white, the exalted one, dressed in these very white robes, slowly begins walking forwards away from the figure on the tabletop. As they do, you see one hand is still holding this thread of silvery golden light, tracing back to the chest of the figure. As Kavanis, the Exalted One, gets a little bit closer, the thread begins to stretch, and looking dead in the eyes at you, Tetra, and Nardis, looking at both of you, Kavanis tugs, and you watch as the thread snaps. The body jerks suddenly and falls limp, and that golden silvery thread begins retracting back into Kavanis's hands. He grabs it with a big smile, eats the light. That was rude. Twists their head, looks towards you, and goes, Show me what you got. Uh, the Feathergale Knight is next. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Feathergale Knight, seeing now it is, is going to just go for a, uh, a double attack with the longsword. Don't, uh, don't they get pushed down, the initiative? Uh, no, that was the uh, Black Earth Guard who was pulled down the initiative. Oh. The one, okay. No, it just got killed. That was Eternal Flame. It, it was Eternal Flame Guardian. That's it. Oh, Eternal Flame Guardian, sorry, not the Black Earth Guard. The Flame Guardian was pulled down in the initiative. And I've already done that to reflect it with Niles. Um, the Feathergale Knight, uh, 17 and 17. Neither of those hit you now, Diz. Nope, nope, nope. Block, block, block. Fucking bullshit. Now, Diz, your miss. turn next. That's my turn. Um, now, Diz will just, like, look down at where they've hit with these little bear scratches. Um, smile and go, my turn. And Shit. I will hit my wall pick. Oh no. This is, this is going to be bad. Um, GG's. You deal extra damage because you are giant now as well, I believe, don't you? I do not. I just have advantage. Oh no, I do. Yes, yes. if I hit. But if I don't hit, I'm going to use my inspiration to do all that. Uh, you've got the help action, so you may roll this again. Ah, yes, I do too. Thank you. Very much. Okay. Kind DM to the rescue. Thank you, uh, 18. That is yeah. enough to hit. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so that's 1d8 plus 4. And then it'll be a d6 as well, I imagine. The extra size. Um, yeah, 1d6. Yeah. 7d8 plus 4. That's a total of 12. Uh, 
now it is. You know. Now it is. How do you want to do this? Yeah. Woo! Oh, nice. ho, 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 ho. Yeah. So cool. with this, he he's had, he had this massive longsword, and it's just like crack, crack on the other yeah. side of the ladders. Um, and they just reach behind them, grab the pick, and just come straight down through the top of the wall. <laughs> just, yeah. You just watch as the knight in feathered armor is just crushed to the ground in this crunching, this horrific. You hear this, and then nothing. And now they will step over. Yep. Um, and go five and walk forward five, full and. Just stepping on the knight's corpse as you walk forwards. Yep. <laughs> now it is. I think it's appropriate that we make your token a bit bigger. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, it looks like it's some sort of wooden contraption to hold someone in place, similar to a rack. Interesting. Yeah. Anything else on your turn now, Diz? That is all I can do. Lyra. All right, we're gonna go forward fifteen feet to come up to the flame guardian, and. Uh, Slack him, no, slack him with a uh, chalet laid and booming bladed uh, quarterstaff. Oh, okay, goodness me. So chalet is already active and it's not concentration yeah. chalet So uh, yeah, you can do booming blade as well, which is also not concentration. So, Go for it. Uh, 24 to hit. That'll hit. So it's, uh, yeah, so the 11 base damage. And then if he willingly moves... Uh, more than five feet. So this is only if he does move, then it's the additional seven damage. Alrighty, sorry, that music is a bit intense. <laughs> sorry, that was like hyper uh, terrifying. So 11 bludgeoning damage. I'll mark that off right now for the Flame Guardian. Um, and then the if he moves, he takes seven thunder. Yeah. And so she's going to move backwards and uh, take the uh, reaction if he chooses to do so with the rest of her movement. Yeah, he, as you go and move away, he is going to take a reaction to attack you. So Lyra, as you as you move back, the flame guarding sort of like shaking off the stupor from staring at, uh, at Niles' eyes, lashes out with their longsword attempting to try and strike you. Does a 15 hit you? Is exactly her AC. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, that is going to be... That's not too excited, DM. I'm happy about it. Uh, that's going to be nine slashing damage. Oh, my God, and five uh, fire damage. Uh, wow. That's brutal. So, uh, Swampy's down. Oh, just watch. Oh, no. as, as he slashes down with the sword, Swampy just bursts into flame. You hear this ah! silent scream as Swampy is just immediately consumed by the fire. Oh, that's brutal. Poor Swampy. I wish I felt better. Always the first to go. Always the first to go. That's his job, though, to be fair. Yeah, that's Uh, true. Anything else on your turn, Lyra? It's me. Cool, cool, cool. Ember, it is your turn next. Awesome. All right. So I will move up. What's that? Five, ten, fifteen. Up to next to the... uh, the flame guard there. Yeah. If I watch the move. There we are. And I will cast. Let's see, so there's no one else in front of me really, is there? No. At this point. Just, so just bodies. I, I might do... I might move the bodies out of the way so that they're uh, there you go. 
Cool. All right. I will uh, cast Brenny Hits. Oh, brilliant. Uh, I so, believe I make uh, a dexterity saving throw for burning hands. Dexterity saving throw. Uh, uh, 12? I'm guessing that fails your DC. Yeah, it does. Uh, Lyra does need to make a concentration check for Moonbeam. Thank you, Lyra. It's going to get to that on the uh, crashing wave freeze go. Cool, cool. All right, so... That DC is, that is 8 fire damage. 8 fire damage. Brilliant. DC for your concentration check is 14. That was the total Is it just a d20, sorry? Uh, it's uh, constitution saving three. Ah. Uh, eight fire damage. Uh, Ember, anything else? Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, with my bonus action, I'll uh, command Flicker to do his teleportation and uh, teleport him 15 feet uh, north. So 5, 10, 15. And he was essentially in the same square as the fire garden, wasn't he? Yeah, he was right next to him. Yeah. Within five feet? Okay. So he'll have to make a, um, a dexterity saving throw. Is again. it everyone within five feet or just creatures you choose? Uh, let's have a look. See here. That'll it is. Uh. Uh, the creature within then uh, each creature within five feet of the space okay so that's actually going to be in that case then if you wanted to command Flicker to move one space and then teleport that means you and Tetra aren't going to be making this save as well (laughs) (laughs) perfect yes I'll do that (laughs) nice deal thank you Tetra you should have advantage on that last one do you want to roll that again and uh, Lyra, that is a fail, unfortunately. Um, for your mm-hmm. concentration check, Moonbeam is gone. Do I need to make a, is it a deck save for the uh, fire from this teleportation ember? It is a deck save. Oh, about right. bloody time, 17. Yes, that passes. Fantastic. Brilliant. Um, Tetra, did you want to make your second, a spell attack 13 still misses, so it doesn't change anything. Brilliant. Crassus is your go. Okay, <clears throat> 5, 10, 15. So the crushing wave priest is still being crushed. Indeed, they, they are. They are. They're still held. Yeah. So I think you can you can use your action to make the damage happen, okay. again, can't you? Yeah. Um, how's this guy looking up here? Like, how bloodied? Oh, so hurt. The flame The flame guardian is barely up. Okay, I'm going to... Whose turn is it? Oh, it's his turn next. I'm actually going to do... So he doesn't get an attack in. I'm going to do magic missile. Okay. Absolutely. So that oh, person cool. will keep restrained. Yep. Um, until they won't do any damage. Get out. Yep. So that, they're still restrained. So I'm going to do a magic missile. Um, I'm not going to take any chances. I don't know what the health is. You said they really hurt. I'm going to yeah. do. I'm going to do two missiles into the flame guardian, hopefully killing them, and then just one to do some chip damage. Yeah. Roll those d4s, baby. All right. So I'll just do two d4s. So that's one plus one and two plus one. So yep. I guess it's five force damage. Yep. That is going to kill the Eternal Flame Guardian. Perfect. Hey. Awesome. Though. That's good. Um, yeah. As as yeah. So as I come around the corner, I sort of have a quick scan. Um, put my hand out. My 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 book magically sort of appears in front of me, floating. These three like lightning bolts, or not lightning bolts, but like these three eldritch bolts, sort of 
um, come out, and as they sort of strike through the through the uh, the, the the air, it yep. almost looks like stars, yep. like a very astral sort of like feel. Um, two bury into this one, passing through it, and then you hear like thuds behind it as they crash into the ground. Yep. Um, as they just pass through and leave holes, and this guy takes. Um, let's see how much he gets. He takes just two force damage, but that's fine. The main thing here was to kill that one, so that's perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Um, just trying to think what else I've got. Got a bonus action I can use. No, I don't need to use it. Cool. Um, I'm going to just use my remaining movement to get back to about here. Back around the corner. Uh, perfect. The Crushing Wave Priest uh, is going to uh, use Misty Step to teleport out of this hand they are not liking yep. that um not a fan of that now i just need to double check where they can get to because they are not liking you at all uh Rassus, you have cast too many spells at them they are not a fan um let's have a look 30 feet 30 feet gets right into the middle of you guys perfect and it's a bonus action too but it does mean they can't use No, they're not going to. They're going to teleport <laughs> thirty feet. It's because it's yeah. because it's okay. A first level spell that slot. Would not have ended well for them. <laughs> no, and they and they're also like, well, I can't. If I use this, I can't use my other like high level spells. The crushing wave priest is going to teleport thirty feet down, uh, just down towards the base of the rooms. Down originally where the um, down to the body of their fallen comrades. Actually, as they teleport down, mm. they look back up towards you, Ember, and Tetra, just able to see Niles. You see fury in their eyes as this water ganassi begins summoning water in their hands and then blasts it out in a, uh, a deluge. Uh, they are going to do a uh, multi-attack, one against Ember, one against Tetra. Tetra does a natural 20. Yes. Yes, yes Tetra, take that. <laughs> I have been rolling such garbage tonight. I'm just happy to get something that's good. Uh, Ember does a 16 hit you. It does, yeah. Okay, great. Two hits. Tetra, uh, this is going to be pretty bad because it is natural 20. You are going to take 19 points of bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Ember, you are going to take... Super effective. Yeah, that's, on, that's only going to be 10 for you. It's not as good. Nah. Only. only 10 <sighs> points yeah. of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and that is the crushing wave priests go. I, 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 I should say, like, I'm... I'm absolutely acting it up on that natural 20 um i'm i'm not a combative dm where it's like me versus the players i just i've been rolling such poor things i thought it'd be quite sure. funny to come in and be like take that tetra <laughs> yeah. uh, we, we are numbers now anyway there's only two we do. We do. And, yeah. and also secretly owen did message me before the game and said i hate your character I'm just... uh, <laughs> i don't remember doing that <laughs> uh this was my alter ego Niwo. <laughs> <laughs> my evil doppelganger. Yeah, because uh, fun fact, my name backwards uh, is Niwo, not Rub. Uh, that is my evil doppelganger. Yeah, oh, Owen, Owen, Owen Burton backwards is Niwo, not Rub. <laughs> Just enjoy that uh, stunning revelation for a moment. Wow. Um, Niles, it is your go. Uh, Niles, Niles' head moves on a pivot yep. and he locks eyes with this crushing wave priest and he yep. just... His eyes are just unblinking. This like, just this, this absolute focus. And he's like, 
oh, that wasn't very nice. And he just launches at this uh, crushing wave uh, priest. Oh boy. His hands just up like this. And he is just going to lay down the pain. Uh, let's go. He's going to hit. 11, 11. is a miss. That's a miss. Uh, that's okay. He's going to use... Uh, he's going to use a key point to do a flurry blows. Uh, so he's going to get two more attacks with his unarmed strikes. That's a, a nine. Oh my goodness. That is a nine. 17's going to hit. 17 will hit. Finally. All right. Uh, cool. That's going to be a six. Six bludgeoning damage. Nice. Very nice. Niles. Brilliant. That's Anything nice. else on your turn? Uh, no, I can't do anything else. Um, I've used my action, I've used my bonus action. I'm just, yeah, I'm just locked in combat with this, uh, with this wave priest now. Brilliant. Uh, Crassus, would you like to have Sova take their turn? Yeah, I'll just do it real quick. 5, 10, um, 15, 20, 25. I'll give the help action to Niles on his next... You might be better off giving it to Harry if you wanted Harry to take out this uh, crushing wave priest quickly. I don't think. The only thing is, it's. I've read the help action, and it says I can aid a friendly creature in attacking a creature within five feet of you. Ah, uh, so in that case, Niles indeed is the yeah. So like, you can aid a friendly creature. Yeah. In attacking a creature within five feet of you, so that obviously the crushing wave priest is within yeah. five feet. So it's almost um, like the owl flies down to distract, and then, taking yeah, a moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Eyes and stuff, yeah, yeah. Because it says, alternatively, you can aid a friendly creature in attacking a creature within five feet of you. So yeah, yeah so it has to be Niles and it has to be the wave priest. Yeah. yeah. Um, and obviously, like, if the it's wave priest dies before Niles gets his attacking, I don't think yeah. you'll get the advantage. Cool, cool, cool. Owl gang. Owl gang. But yeah, Hashtag so owl gang. <laughs> you just hear a hoot. <laughs> As um, uh, I come in, yeah. I'll just Very fly nice. by. And then I'll fly back out, and I'll just Brilliant. put him in range. He, he can Harry. roughly get to it. Harry, Harry is like kind of strike style, like um, back and forth, like over the side of the the hallway, strafing across to see where he can find a target. He he has no idea what's in there, so he kind of he doesn't even know where or when the crushing wave priest is. So he strafes across. He sees Kavanas. Yep. Ooh. And he's gonna shoot. Yeah, Fuck baby. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do uh, it. From now, what was your stealth check from before to hide? I believe it was quite high. I believe 19. it was 19. 19. Yep. You may uh, make this uh, attack with advantage. Fuck yeah. 21 to hit, 23 oh, to hit. 23 hits. 15 damage. Yeah, yep. Kavanus is, is going rogues. to shield that. As the arrow flies in, you watch as it gets almost up to Kavanus. They just hold up their hand and this web of light begins shining out, connecting, and you watch as the crystals across their body, very similar to Tetra's magic, begins lining up into the um, constellation, and then the shield just blossoms out of their hand, almost like a flower of light, and the arrow boing, just bounces off and flies into the distance. Kavana sort of looks towards and goes, Ah, little rabbit. Nice try. Nice try. Um, Harry stomps his foot. Um, <laughs> nice. And um, goes back into hiding around the corner. Nice. Make me a stealth check, please. Uh, Tetra, 
it is your go. As Cavanus looks towards oh. you, oh, 20. Oh my god, total 28. <laughs> as, uh, as Harry just disappears. Harry just disappears. As Cavanus, yeah. well, actually, the more I'm gonna roll, the more 20s you get. <laughs> I'm going to organize this as I, I'm going to sort of um, logic understand this. As Cavanus, actually, as they sort of see Harry move out of the way, they suddenly lock eyes with Tetra. And he watches a moment of confusion crosses their face as Cavanus sort of pauses and goes, You are like me. Interesting. They then hold up their right hand, and on the back, you see the same giant implants that each of you have. Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is you captured and tortured people, so not really. She's gonna shoot her. Okay, I'm doing something tricky this time. So she's gonna shoot her um her starry shot. Yep. And then it says on the thing, no action. So you're gonna shoot the starry shot and use the leftover light to change from archer to chalice. Yep. And then she's gonna throw a healing light onto um now. Oh. Amazing. So make your attack, That's cool. and then uh, you get extra healing for uh, for now, Diz. Natural oh, twenty. Oh yes. Let's so go. there's a shield up, but it doesn't matter because natural twenty is still going to hit. It just bypasses the shield. Um, Tetra, roll me some damage, and remember that we uh, are going to add a full dice roll on top of this. A full. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be six plus eight because uh, it's a d8 that you roll. Fourteen damage. <clears throat> as as, uh, yeah, go go go. No, I was gonna say like I like to imagine like the arrows like hit the shield. Yeah, and it's kind of like off. passing real. It's bounced off, but then yeah. this is hit with even more velocity. And it's like it's the through. way um, the way I'm well, sort of like uh, uh, rationalizing this as as Tetra just steps up, summons the light, and then throws it forwards. Cavanus just sort of like smiles, this cocky smile, moving the shield into position. The light just shatters through the center of the shield, striking them in the chest. Cavanus had no idea. It's almost like this cancels out the shield, this power, as a reflection of Cavanus's own. As it strikes into the chest, you watch as one of the large crystals growing out of the shoulder cracks. Wow. Cavanus did not like that one bit, Tetra. Mm <laughs> then the heal Man, this on. is our bitch now. Yeah, on now will be seven, and then I'm gonna follow up and uh, use the reflective light as the other part to heal myself too. Brilliant. Um, so now, does you gain I, seven hit points? I back. hate to be this person. Hello. Um, I don't think you can change forms. Yes, you can. It's a free action. Yes, it is. Uh, it's not because this, unfortunately. <laughs> If you have a look at that, it says moreover the start of each of your turns while in your starry form, you can change which constellation glimmers on your body, so it's a tenth level feature. Yeah. Oh. So you can't actually do that at level four. Uh, I think you're locked into the form yeah, up yeah, until yeah, yeah. tenth let's, level. Let's so have, just doing that for ready. next time. Uh, sorry, but I hate you can still that. you can still do the spell to heal now, Diz. Let's have a quick peek, Rooney. Let me just pull yeah, it up. Yeah, I'll still do the spell to heal now, but I won't reflect on myself then. Okay. Yeah, yeah let's have a look. Apologies. I thought, I thought you could as well, because it doesn't. I, I, hate to be, well, I, hate I don't to think it says. No, 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 no. That's not being a dick. That's that's um, playing it properly. Let me have a quick peek. Around. Knowing the rules is not being a dick. No. As someone who I is just, a rules Nazi, I feel so bad when you like. Yeah, as a bonus action, you can expend a use of your wild shape feature to take on a starry form. Yeah. 
Yeah. So it's it's as it's as a bonus action until you get to tenth level. Definitely. And yeah, oh, I see. Okay. okay, I see where you got confused, um, Michael. It's where I got confused as well. If you look at the cheat sheet area, it has starry form archer, starry form, uh, one bonus action, starry form chalice, no action, starry form dragon, no action. That's the ability. You you get a bonus action with the archer. You get one bonus action with the archer. Not with the others. You don't get any action. So that's what that means. I, I got confused by that as well. I, I saw that cheat sheet and went, oh yeah, that's how it works. No, yeah, it's, yeah. it's describing the abilities because oh. Dragon and Chalice don't give you any extra actions or bonus actions, but Archer does. Oh, right. Okay. Fair don't worry, you'll be, you'll be unlocking some new yeah. uh, constellations soon. I will. Well, I, I, I hit the I hit the, um, the heal on, on now and then I won't do it for myself. But yep. then what I will do is um, just done a thing so I might sleep back just a little bit. We did a thing. Fade back into the shadows a bit. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Cavanus is still reeling from this attack. Now, before I do this turn, I'm just taking note of the time. Do we have... Claire and Michael, do we have you next Wednesday as well? Yeah. Perfect. I'm actually going to wrap up at the end of Cavanus's turn for tonight, and we're going to jump back in with this next week. This is what happens with Kavanis. As this bolt of lightning from Tetra fires through and cracks across the shield, breaking it open, Kavanis is sent stumbling back. And as they look up and then look at the cracked quartz on their shoulder where the uh, crystal has like speared through their own body and then looks back. And then Tetra whoop, 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 out of that room pretty quickly moving out of the way. Kavanis looks towards Niles, then Ember, then back at Niles. Serve me. And they're going to cast Crown of Madness on Niles. Uh, Niles, I need you to make me a constitution... uh, Sorry, no, uh, for Crown of Madness, I need you to make me a wisdom saving throw, please. You're pretty wise as a monk. No, that is a nine. (laughs) You watch Uh as around Niles' head this twinkling, almost like crystal begins to grow out of the feathers around us, forming this crown of twinkling crystal. Uh, Niles, uh, you are charmed. Uh, oh, nice. For the duration, um, <laughs> a jagged crown of crystal grows on your head and madness glows in your eyes. You must uh... use your action before moving on each of your turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than yourself that um, Kavanis mentally chooses. Kavanis then looks back towards Ember and goes, after going to serve me, looks back towards Ember and goes, kill him, as he looks towards Ember, uh, directing you, Niles. Uh, Kavanis is then going to turn their attention towards Nowdiz, and seeing Nowdiz is massive, like, um, almost like a a horrific uh, stone golem holding above. Kavanis walks up towards you, Nowdiz, walking around the edge of this um, of this rack, stepping towards you, cocks their head and goes, Interesting. I should like to see how this ability works and harvest it for future. Uh, they are then going to throw out a uh, Eldritch Blast at you. Uh, this blast oh. of white light from, uh, from inside oh, their crystals. Does a... Ooh, does a 20 hit you? Now? Yes. 
Oh, good. Your, your, your silence and stunned face, I was like, has Claire frozen? No. Uh, that no. is going to be... Uh, it's only eight points of damage. It could be worse. It's only going to be eight points of damage. As this blast of light strikes into you. Ow. And that is where we are going to end for tonight. Oh, we will no. come back again. Oh, that's a great uh, great pictogram you've chosen for Niles. Uh, Matt, the, the, ah, yeah, the screaming ah. face. That's yeah. awesome. Um, yep. Well, brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody, for this extra large full cast session Ooh. of uh, D&D. We will be back again next week to wrap up this encounter and also to uh, continue our exploration. Thank you so much, everybody. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again next time. Until then, have a lovely weekend. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. <gasps>